Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast, a podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. And welcome, everyone, to the Galactic Dads Podcast. Of course, we're your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. That can include bits of dad advice for any of your daddy issues. We talk comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and oh, so much more. But today, that will include coverage of Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantum Mania. We've seen it. We'll tell you exactly what we thought about it. In fact, that's going to be this episode. As Marvel launches Phase 5 of the MCU, we will do the same with our 100th episode. 100th episode. 100. So, thank you for joining us for our 100th episode. I, of course, am B, and I am back again. I think I've been here like 99 times. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. 98, 99. (laughs) 98, 99. You haven't missed a whole lot. That's true, that's true. I've edited every damn episode. And then also, (laughs) I am not alone today. You've heard their voices already. We've got uh, Laser Eric over there. Yo, I've been here like 92, 82, something like that. You know, still a respectable number. I don't know. You guys see at least. Yeah. And then uh, you've heard him already as well. we got Justin back. What up, what up? Yeah, it's good. Look at you. (laughs) <laughs> you're still alive it's always good to see you i yeah. sent four police well checks to your house dude four <laughs> never there i never get to I, I don't get to work that's not true because how else are you 30 hours in into hogwarts legacy all right yeah, all right we can there talk we go. about that later and then of course uh we are have one more we have the anchor of the show uh the guys holding the podcast at down the at the bottom <laughs> someone going after him and of Throw course life uh, matt is with us again today too yeah thanks for having me on it's my first time uh-huh. to be here thank yeah. you long time listener yep. yeah long time long-time listener time first time caller very good very good first time, caller. Very yeah. good. Stars, first time yeah. caller yeah love the show three out of five stars three out so. of five. Oh man, man. three three out of five <laughs> happy wonderful to be happy to be here uh speaking of which if you guys want to leave us a rating uh, no matter where you're listening to us at, uh, we are, of course, Apple, Spotify, all of it. You know, if you uh, like us, it would be a big favor. Hit us up with a rating. It would be huge. Uh, you can also follow us on the socials. Uh, of course, we are at Galactic Dads over on the Twitter, the Instagram, the old Facebook, the TikTok. I don't do Snapchat. I ain't got time for that. Um, <laughs> That'll get you in trouble. No, no, no. I'm not paying for premium Snapchat when I pay for everything else, okay? Like, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, you can also find the rest of us. Just uh, add it to the extra yeah. streaming services. There no worries. No worries. I went from paying 150 bucks a month for internet and cable to paying 100 bucks a month for internet and $349 for all my other subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a dead but issue. It's che- but it's cheaper in the long Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> like, cheaper in the long I'm really enjoying it better, though. And $876 for eggs every month, too. Uh, oh, anyway, God. those all sound like daddy issues, and we do cover those in this show, but we will cover them very briefly very later on uh, because we want to jump into Ant-Man and the Wasp oh, and Quantumania. Uh, and then also, before we do that, don't uh, forget to check out the show notes. Uh, so you guys can check out where you can follow us at on all the socials that we mentioned. And you can also figure out how you can watch us live as we live stream, which we're currently doing and we're pointing at the camera. Uh, all of our patrons uh, who subscribe to us, they get to watch us live. You, We act like that's a benefit, but I think it might be a punishment. I am not attractive. 
Uh, but there is a reason we do a podcast, and now it's video. So uh, go check that link out in the show notes. You can see how to do that. And you can also watch each episode uh, once you're a Patreon me- member as well. And I, I'm i talking too much, which means uh-huh. it's one of your turns to talk. <laughs> uh, all right. So <clears throat> you know what that means? It's just time for Beers of the Week, time guys. Beers of the Week. Here we go. That's just so you can get a drink in, right? Well, one of no, no, I did that so I could drink, yeah. Exactly, that's what I mean, that's what I mean. Go ahead, so, go ahead. All right, cool. So I am starting out the evening here with uh, my buddies at Six Mile Bridge Brewing Company in Maryland Heights, Missouri. I am drinking their Irish Red Ale with honey. There are no such things as strangers, only friends you haven't met yet. You know me, I love to read the cans. Mm-hmm. 5.2 alcohol by volume. This is a great beer. If you go to Six Mile Bridge around St. Patrick's Day, when you buy this beer, they will give you a shot of Jameson with it. I don't... Interesting. I'm just sharing that information. Like not, per beer? Or yes. like if you get a six-pack, you get one shot? No, like if you're at the brewery, like you can get the beer and then get a shot of Jameson. Nice. I think it's actually like an extra dollar or something, but a dollar for a shot of Jameson is pretty good. If you're into that kind of thing and uh, all that, I was there with my wife, so I was not into that kind of thing that day. You know, but gotta uh, keep control. I, uh, I have to pretend like I don't have a problem. I think, I think I've spoke about this in the past, where my favorite beer I've ever had was an it's a, an Irish. I think it was an Irish Red. It was in the at the Aspen Brewery in Colorado. Uh-huh. Yep, I think it was called the Conundrum Red uh-huh. Ale. Okay. And I always speak about that, so it's like my favorite. You were with me, Justin, when we had that. It's like my favorite red out there. So when I see this with honey, I'm like, ooh. It's a good one. Like, I really want to try one. It's a good one. <laughs> it is. I might have to go buy me a sixer of that. You can get it pretty much anywhere. So Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, what do you got, Justin? I am sipping on a never-ending haze IPA. From Stone. He's the IPA guy. Yeah, he you is know, the he's IPA guy. He's always the IPA yeah. guy. I'd like he's to try a man all of good ca- taste. I like to try all Ugh. kinds of different kinds. I'm not saying I like them all, but I'm, you know, if I bought it, agree I'm to disagree. Yeah. <laughs> agree. <laughs> Dude, I almost, I almost brought an Imperial oh. Pale Ale today. I'm glad I did oh. it, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. Those are delicious too. This is only a four, uh, four percenter. So you know, not bad. Six. I got uh, this came in a four pack. It's pretty good. It's got a kind of a little bit of a summer, a summery taste to it. You know, wouldn't be bad to have on a boat, maybe a right. beach. Ooh, or something yeah. like I like, that. I like yeah. it. I like it. Matt, what are you holding us down with? Uh, well, I'm not actually drinking beer. I have the captain tonight with some good old Pepsi. Heck yeah! So. I, uh, Raise a leg. The captain's in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been drinking beer a lot lately. I'll be honest. Um, and so uh, I've just been kind of sticking to the liquor. That's fine. <laughs> There's jokes we fast. can make there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stick into the liquor. Yeah, like, you, you guys drinking beers. I'm just getting drunk. <clears throat> I, well, I will round out the beers of the week. I picked up a tasty beverage from Four Hands Brewing Co. We all know Four Hands. Oh yeah. Uh, big big fans. Uh, this is the Foam First. It's a Czech lager. It's uh, it's actually. It's really not bad. It's only a 4.8% alcohol by volume, so it's not like anything that... It won't get you drunk. <laughs> but uh, You're going to take it easy. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's got good uh, good flavor. It's, I like a lager. You know, take it easy. And uh, Four Hands gives you a nice one here. Oh, yeah. So. There's not many of those beers that I wouldn't drink yeah. anytime. Yeah, I don't know what the Czechs do differently with their lager, but... This one, I mean, it's pretty solid. I would drink it again. I'm Sweet. actually going to drink three more and kill the four pack I bought. <laughs> lager, there you go. Lager's not a bad beer. I, you know, I enjoy I, a lager. 
I just think the worst out there is the IPA. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you That's hate okay. me you're directly right. is what you're saying. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> That's why, you know. Every day of my life, like I told you. <laughs> right. You sound married. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move it yeah, on. Too let's bad you weren't on. there. He initiated it. Uh, or officiated. I, was, I said initiated. Officiated. <laughs> I don't know what kind of wedding that was. I was about to say, this got odd real quick. Only got that wrong, guys. All right. You know what? Hit the blue flag. You know what? We might. Let's just move on into our, our next segment. Hit the blue flag. All right. Since uh, it's our hundredth episode, I thought I'd switch up the uh, in betweens or segue a little bit, and uh, we'll move right on into these daddy issues right now. Uh, they will be brief uh, <laughs> because they have to be. I don't know what right. the heck we were about to just get into with the initiation of your marriage over there. <laughs> I'm not real sure either. That <laughs> was screwed up, man. Oh, you guys know. Quit lying. Uh, <laughs> I subscribe to it on OnlyFans. Anyway, so... Um, your payment was late, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Canceled you. That's because I used your card. What do you <laughs> oh, those are those all fraudulent charges. I thought those tips were great, but it felt like it did not make a dent. I don't know. <laughs> not making any real money here. Uh, I'm in the top one percent. It's a vicious circle. <laughs> all right. Okay. So the daddy issue I wanted to talk about this week. One, um, I did get to get out of the house to go watch... Ant-Man the Wasp, which was awesome, which we're about to cover uh, here. As did I. Um, and I love that. Got a sitter. It's cool. It's cool. Um, my wife was my sitter, so I was That's lucky. awesome. I was lucky. No, no. My wife went with me, and she uh, she was really nice. She took me out to a nice steak dinner and took me to a Marvel movie. I felt appreciated. That's good. Nice. It was good. It was That's good, yeah. Nice. And then, uh, you know. I was like, well, next Marvel movie, like, where are we going? And she's like, no. <laughs> I'm not doing this every time. <laughs> yeah. But I, felt, I was like, this is cool. This is great. Wonderful. Where'd you get a steak? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. Yeah, no problem. Uh, she took me to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Oh, good. Good spot. Mm-hmm. I've Chris never been. Season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, well, there's like two locations here in St. Louis. There's one downtown and one in the Chesterfield yeah. Valley. It's pretty uh, pricey. Yeah. I mean, that's not. It's kind of pricey, but not bad nothing too exact yeah yeah i have to give it a shot i don't know because i looked at the tomahawk ribeye oh well that's gonna be everywhere i was looking at it for a while and i was like i might do this i might just buy this and uh say i did yeah well she was like get whatever you want and i was like you don't mean that yeah. Because I will 100% get that $175 steak right there. Holy crap. And you're going to look yep. at me like, what is wrong with you? And I'm going to go, everything is right in the world right now. <laughs> Just let me have this. So, so it was nice, though. Uh, I was really, it was nice of her to take me out. Normally I take her out. So she was like, I'm going to take you out. And I was like, I like this. I'll take it. And she starts loading the sniper rifle. Exactly. And I was like, do you know that I just up my policies and stuff at work? Are you aware of that? We got to test this at speed, so start running. Yeah. (laughs) At speed, run. So anyway, uh, that was cool. But going to see the movie was really awesome. But uh, the roundabout way that I was getting there is, Matt, you share a story about your kids. 
Uh, yeah, several stories. Which one? Yeah. Were you talking uh, about? The one that <laughs> I, I was like, so do we have to put one of the children in protective custody from the other oh, one? Oh yeah. yes, uh, yeah. incident last <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so my daughter likes to wrestle. She, you know, she we grew up. You know, I would wrestle with the kids playing around and stuff, and so she likes to wrestle with her brother who is fourteen months old. And how old is she? She's five. Okay, so there's a significant size advantage on her part. Yeah. Very much so. I mean, she's stout, by the way. Like she about thirty yeah. pounds on him. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> at least. <laughs> and so, I, uh, I'm, you know, I'm in one room, and he goes running out of the room, and she chases after him. And I had something in my hand at the time I was doing, you know, like we do, and and I heard him all of a sudden just kind of instantly start kind of crying. And I was like, hey, Grayson, stop, you know, and because usually she stops because she'll just mess with him. So this is the typically. classic dad move, right? Like you yeah. hear them, you yeah. hear crying, exactly. instead Knock of investigating, you just yell. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't you make me like, come out there. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I had my hands That's your full. warning. <laughs> yeah. That was very, very important stuff, so no. Um, By the way, so I, the way you're saying that kind of insinuates that your hand was full of yourself. So you just need to say that you were not. <laughs> I was packing some things away. Okay, okay, guys. I just wanted to clarify. Packing some things away into my shorts. So after I heard my kids <laughs> screaming. <laughs> into my box. Yeah. Sizz. <laughs> I finally went out there because I heard my son really like starting to cry. And I ran around the corner to see my daughter basically rolling on the floor, shaking him back. And Show forth. the camera. Show just the like, camera. Just back and forth really, really hard. You know, just back and forth. Don't, don't knock your drink, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we and, already uh, had that once. And, and uh I had to, um, you know, give her a little tap on the leg and woke her up. And so uh, she realized that she did wrong and um, stopped. So that was enjoying. But I had to discipline her. Justin, you were over here, and I apologized to you. I was like, I'm sorry you had to see that. I, I, don't I, was, like, in the, I was in the other room. I, I don't heard like, everything. But. I don't like to yell at my kids particularly, but when she was kind of shaking my son almost to death, I kind yeah. of had to jump in and well, you, intervene with that. Sometimes so. your response is just automatic. <laughs> just, right. You're right. like, stop killing your brother. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think I controlled my mind when I went to just smack her leg. It was just, it was my reaction to just, I Whatever. mean, now you saved a child's life is what you did. Now, if you, <laughs> if you take that, say that was me as a child shaking my, you know, younger brother, which I don't have. And my dad coming up to me, he would have just grabbed me by the throat and strangled the life out of me. Yeah, he would have, he would have pulled up, like beat the, the like a Homer and Bart Simpson, right? You know, where Homer's yeah, exactly. choking Bart. And that exactly. was very like, that was pop culture. Yeah. We all saw yeah. that and laughed. Yeah. Yeah. They don't do that on the show anymore because that's apparently, a, yeah. yeah. Apparently you can't do that to your kids. Which really yeah. lets you know how we've changed as a society. So my right. dad, I also told you this earlier, Brandon, my dad used to carry around like a three foot piece of inch and a half PVC pipe. And he would just whap us on the back Ooh. of the legs with that pipe mm. every time we get in trouble. And if you've ever gotten smacked with a PVC pipe, that's like half inch, three quarter. Oh my God, does it hurt? Because it's got the flex in it. It's about three feet oh, long. Stop it's, it. It's perfect for the little whip. And guess what I'm my dad feel- used to call it? Of course, he'd call it the spanking machine. Yeah, that so sounds right. As soon as he would be like, you know, Matt, stop it. Don't make me get this. And I'd, I'd be like perfectly straight up. Like, okay, I'm done. Attention. I'm done. I'm done. Don't, don't make that. me get the spanking machine. <laughs> sir, yes, sir. You know, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Straight to attention. Yes, sir, dad. I'm here. Sir, yes, sir. I'll clean my room. You know, it's. Yeah. I needed to go get some PVC pipe on my way. Home. Exactly. <laughs> but now, if I did that, if I smack Grayson with a PVC pipe, I'm going to jail. I mean, <laughs> well, it depends. It, it's, yeah. I mean, I period. Mean, like, I'm not turning you in. 
Yeah, but I'm telling this live over YouTube right <laughs> yeah, now. Right. Somebody really turning me We're in. kidding. We do not condone beating children with things. No. Publicly. Yeah. <laughs> I condone discipline, but not beating your child. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna possibly pop your balloon here. You know, uh oh. Metaphorically metaphorically speaking. No, you won't. Um, but uh that <laughs> He's gonna that's do it not live. gonna that's not IRL. Gonna end. Like it's not going to end. I, I'm gonna, not going there. Yeah, you're you're going to be. Uh, I wasn't even listening to it because I knew it was something. <laughs> Sorry. Phallic. Trying to listen to two at once, like process two of you at once. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He went there again. Oh, anyway. Um, I didn't say anything. Yeah, you get the four-year age difference. They're going to keep fighting. <laughs> oh, I Only oh, Nolan's oh, going to get big enough to fight back, and your house is going to be like Thunderdome. Trust and, me. Yeah, and then she's going to cry all the time because he punched her or something. And then, uh, yeah. I'm yep. gonna have to I don't know. Play. She could end up being the. Uh, she really <laughs> she, honestly is. She's like a tough kid. I mean, she beats the boys up at school in a way, and she wrestles all the other kids and throws them down on the ground. I'm like. What, are you tired already? Like, I mean, just watching Grayson with her No, my leg's broke, and that yeah. one's choked out. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we got honestly, no more gladiators here. Watching Grayson with her cousins, she, like, I mean, she'll manhandle her boy cousins on, my, on like, my, my sister's boys. Yeah. She'll throw them around, and Adam, my nephew, will be like, Grayson's being mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> she just straight swept the leg, Dad. <laughs> Sweet I mean, the she's, leg, honestly, she's tough and pretty strong for her age. She That's is, actually. She is really strong for a five-year-old. She's dense. She's, <laughs> wait, she's not six yet. No, no, no she's not five. six. Five. Yeah, she, she'll right. be six so in I, December. I'm doing the math. These kids are growing up so yeah. fast. I'm like, you're not 20? Good, goodness. <laughs> wait, anyway. be there soon enough. Dude, my kid's popping out all of her front teeth now. Oh, Rowan wow. lost his Losing front all teeth. the kitty teeth. Dude, recently. eight. She has eight out. Yep. Oh, geez. Wow. That's she, what happened with Logan. He lost like seven or eight or... Like something like that what, in gonna, three weeks. Yeah, like, a, like month. a Canadian hockey player. <laughs> I'm yeah, seriously, like I was looking, I was like, let me check your backpack. Keep Is there a eyes. pipe in there? <laughs> yeah. Because these you are coming out real fast. <laughs> You're Start. either in Fight Club, yeah, playing hockey, yeah. or you love that sweet, sweet meth. Start yeah, hanging like, out with the wrong neighbors, <laughs> right? Yeah, looking like Ryan O'Reilly over here. Oh my god. So anyway, that's been fun. So the Tooth Fairy, yeah. Has been writing a lot of letters, which is a thing <laughs> that I do. Break, breaking this bank, too. Oh, my gosh. For the big uh, front one, she got five bucks for that. Oh, nice. Because I was like, you know That's what? Cool. That's what? You know what? That's The big ones, yeah. Yeah. Only, I, only the front two teeth. Am I a jerk for this? But for my sons, he, yes, lost, his, a jerk. he lost his front two, and I gave him a dollar for both. You got you got two for you're a jerk. You're He's got one. his two front teeth caught. It, it's gonna happen. I'm not made of money. <laughs> well, I'm not made of money either. But I'm like, here's a fiver. The oh, trick what, is, what's he gonna do with it? Though? The, exactly. The that's trick the is trick. Just to take the five back. I take it right early. back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, mind. Dad, will you put this in my my um, piggy, piggy bank? bank? Yeah. Don't mind if I do. And I'm like, <laughs> sure, because that's the piggy bank I use for like gas money. Yeah. Like, I <laughs> yeah. like oh, whatever. We spot in We all played GTA when we were young. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. That's trick, go yeah. rock the car and then go get your money back. <laughs> rock the car and then run around. Tooth Fairy's here. That Tooth Fairy's going to take that back. You uh, know I need that. Well, anyway, <laughs> so that's fun. So we've been having a lot of fun dad stuff. we got kids beating each other, kids losing yep. teeth. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's Great. going on? What, you got anything exciting going on? Uh, my, my little guy's uh, just really into extreme scootering right now. So, <laughs> Like a Razor scooter? <laughs> yeah. I, he's like got the spike helmet. I just hear that, and my ankles hurt. So I don't know why these 
why I found these, but I found these two uh, big plastic like BMX ramps at uh, at the shop I work at. And you bought them? No, 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 I, no. You I, found them. I, oh, okay. I found them. Well, at he the found. Found them. I get you. I get you. I okay. found them at the shop. I found them at, at job site. And he, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hope that little kid has a good Christmas. God, <laughs> no. But uh, I brought them home, and like over the past like couple weeks, like little man just on the scooter is just he thinks he's invincible, and it scares the living crap out of me the whole time. Not to mention we kind of live on a main drag, and not everybody is. Yeah, you do. Actually, not everybody's, uh, you know, conscious about little kids playing and stuff. But uh, two of my neighbors have bought those little uh, the little yellow kids are playing here flag. Things. Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, so cool. things have gotten a little bit better, but it's still yeah, it like, still scares the crap I also out of sit out there with uh, spike strips and a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two shotguns. You're going to slow down. But uh, little man, he just, he's just fearless and invincible right now in his mind. And I, every time he like jumps on his scooter, I'm like, all right, I'm going to have a couple panic attacks before we go to bed tonight, dude. But other than that, things things are good. I like it. Good kid. Like it. Yeah. When he's sleeping. <laughs> they're always great when they're sleeping, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, Absolutely. Just, uh, yeah, yeah, just normal boy stuff, man. He's getting into baseball. Got to go get him a good glove because the one I got him a long time ago is just Falling hard apart. plastic. Yeah. It's just, he can't. Yeah, it's one of those, like, toddler ones. Yeah, go like, for yeah. a Rawlings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rawlings. Those are nice. But, yeah, he starts baseball soon, so I'm going to start. Getting his hand-eye coordination on point because right now he's just uh, randomly throwing a ball at him. <laughs> All right, buddy, this one's coming with some heat on it. <laughs> Dad, I'm in the bathroom. It's like brush his teeth. Wow! Always be ready. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we used to play baseball or wiffle ball in this basement. Oh yeah, all the time. Uh huh. I've heard stories. Let's get back to those days. All right, let's knock down some walls and play wiffle ball. <laughs> I know I built a room. I can't play wiffle ball anymore. All right, I think you know what? Selfish. That's pretty good for daddy issues. Yeah. Let's, let's jump so. into the movies, guys. Definitely. You ready? Here we go. Got the Rona. <laughs> Welcome back. It is movie time. We all went and saw it. Apparently so are the critics. But let's talk about it. Of course, we're talking about Ant-Man the Wasp and Quantum Mania. Now, for those of you playing the home game, this is the first movie in Phase 5 of the MCU. Okay, we are now no longer worried about setting up the multiverse. We're now here to completely exploit it. Uh, And we'll talk about that when we talk about Kang. But anyway, this is uh, the third Ant-Man film. I didn't think we would get three Paul Rudd Ant-Mans. I don't know why. I didn't think that we would get three either. I didn't feel like Ant-Man was going to be the property that got three movies. To three. But everyone's got three now, except it's for true. Black Widow. There's always it's a true. trilogy. <sighs> Two. Oh, man, Too I know. Soon. I know. I know. But she was in every Avengers movie. She, she was. was yeah. She was in, she was in yeah, she was Civil in War. Yeah. Yeah. Captain America. Yeah. She's, she's soldier, got plenty probably. of screen time, just not a trilogy. Not no more. <laughs> she don't. <laughs> Oh, they'll find a way to bring her back. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the multiverse the way it is, exactly, anything is possible now. Indeed. And they kind of keep talking about it. So actually, they didn't really talk about so much in this film, which was kind of nice. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh yeah, by the way, did you forget that thing we've been setting up for all of Phase Four? Yeah. Here it is again." But uh, personally, I want to let Matt start. Me, okay. yeah, because I want to uh, hear about. Should that. we put a spoiler tag on this now? Oh my God, this is all spoilers. This yeah. Is, so yeah. if y'all haven't seen the movie, pause it, 
and come then back once we'll, 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 we'll be talking about end credit scenes in this. Yeah, we're, so. oh, we're going to be talking sure. about pretty much all of it. So, yeah, just you've been warned. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm glad you're still here with us. And the spoilers are starting now. The first thing I want to say, the one thing that I enjoyed the most about this movie, I have to honestly say, is Ant-Man's version of Fat Thor, Darren Cross. Oh, you're coming out hot. <laughs> and also, I just want to say that if you listen on a past podcast, I even called it to where I said, I think they're going to bring him back because he went to the quantum realm in the end of the first Ant-Man. And then they didn't bring him back in the second movie. But uh, the actress who plays the Wasp, Evangeline Lilly, had mm-hmm. kind of spoiled something on Twitter about saying something about that actor who played Darren Cross. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, Corey Stoll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's his yeah. name. Yeah. Great actor, and so I like him. He, this was right after the second one was filmed, and so she had mentioned him, and then I thought to myself, uh, he, you know, he wasn't in the second one. If they do make a third one, I'll bet they're going to bring him back because they're going to they're going to go back to the quantum realm. They have to. I mean, right. I just thought I just thought they had to, and I even lo- I looked at Justin as soon as Darren Cross came on the screen, which. He did. He's not how I expected him to be. No one expected that. By the way, that's why I say I I loved Ant Man's version of Fat Thor because when you saw Fat Thor, you didn't expect it. True. And and when you saw Darren Cross in this, you're like, oh my god! Like, (laughs) and then his little legs and his little ass and everything. I was like, oh my god, that's just absolutely hysterical. (laughs) So they that is literally like the best. So that's how I want to start the MCU. so really? much more, but I'm. You Did know. you guys see the meme about Modoc being compared to a? It was a Shark Boy and Lava Girl or something. Uh, who's <laughs> no. the comedian who played in that? Oh my god! It was he was also <laughs> Lopez uh, George, George Lopez. Lopez. Yes, uh, and he he's it, it it's hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Thank, thank you. I, I would have thought you guys would have seen it by now because yeah. I've seen it like a hundred times on my feed. I, I will say, I didn't expect like. Not only to have him look the way he did, but I did not expect him to be as funny as he was. Like I did not <laughs> so, expect the comedy so you, coming out of him. You thought Modoc was funny. I thought it was hysterical. He I was, was laughing almost at everything they, that he did. Okay, good, good. I mean, I just thought it was absolutely hysterical. Because I only like I asked because there were like people who were like, "What the?" Like they couldn't get past. I could just tell. You know how sometimes you look in the audience around you. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the people are like, they're not getting it. Yeah. So on seeing Modoc, I didn't expect for it to be Darren Cross. Right? I d- yeah, I didn't know it until his, like, his when head came up. When and- they're like, he sent the hunter. Yeah. And then they like, and Paul Rudd, uh, Ant-Man was so oh good at God. this. Paul Rudd's When he was like, oh, it's an acronym. <laughs> like <laughs> Modoc. Yeah. It, oh, it, it would be like <laughs> Modoc. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like four Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kang explains, or somebody explains to Ant-Man what the hunter is, and it's the murderous organism Darren designed does. only for. I'm pretty sure Darren oh, yeah, yeah, he does it yeah. himself, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, he's like, oh, it's like an acronym. It's an acronym. Oh, I get it. I get so it. So, <laughs> earlier when they, when uh, Bill Murray's character. Bill Murray, yeah. 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 Great. I, I'm struggling. It's, it's all right. Krylar? Krylar? Krylar. Krylar. So he was funny. Really, mom? Him? I yeah. have needs. Oh my god! Ew. That was that was unnecessary. <laughs> totally it was, unnecessary. It was funny. Oh, this was one hundred percent a family vacation trip movie. Yeah, oh, without without a doubt, this is a national lampoon. This is movie. it was I, it was yeah. Marvel's National Lampoons. <laughs> I didn't mean to throw you off by saying that, <laughs> but fine. what you were getting to. 
Yeah, people honestly just you either get Modoc and why Modoc's funny, or you don't get Modoc at all, <laughs> and it is going to be the most ridiculous thing to you. And that was me and Steph because we walked out of that movie, and Steph was like, "What the hell was?" I'm like, "Oh no, that's Modoc. Like that is Modoc. That's Modoc from the comic books." That's Modoc from the little TV show on Hulu. It's just, exactly voiced by Pat Oswalt. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so that good. is Modoc's character. So, like it was played perfectly because, like, I loved Modoc. I thought he was hilarious, but every time those little purple saw blades showed up, oh I was like, God. "Oh God, someone's about to die!" Like, Jesus, <laughs> so about to get real. that was cool. That was a cool in weapon. the comic yeah, book. Modoc is not funny. He is a murderous <laughs> organism. And like, so what made him go comical with this in the movie? He was just funny. Look at on the on well, the Hulu, exactly on yeah. the Hulu show. Yeah, he's hilarious. Like that is a funny. It's like Marvel's version of uh, Harley Quinn. If yeah, you've seen yeah, that over yeah. on HBO Max. Uh, I haven't seen Harley Quinn. Like, they're both hilarious a- adult animation shows. Yeah, yeah it, okay. it felt like a Marvel version of Lower Decks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was just kind of So goofy. it's just really funny, and it all, like, really references the comics very well. Perfect, yeah. But it's just funny. Mm. And so seeing him come on screen, and at first you're like, man, like, you almost think that they're going to stay true to the roots of the comic, and Modoc's <laughs> going to just be like this Serious. straight up, almost AI Terminator, right? And then he, his mask opens. <laughs> and then he pulls and, the mask Yeah, like, oh and my it's, God. It's, it's him. Hang on, Scott. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, another funny part is when he's on the radio and he's like, "Darren, Darren, are you there? Darren, hello, Darren, <sighs> Modoc. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah." <laughs> yeah no. I just, I, I just love <laughs> the comedy was great, man. Like that's why I told you when I first said the reviews, and you guys like, oh, I don't watch reviews. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna let some dumb, dumb person out there spoil my reviews, and I'm gonna not gonna let their opinion, yeah. you know, render me from being like, hey, this is a great movie. Because if that was the case, I would have never saw X Men Origin. You know, Wolverine. I love that movie. Everybody hated it. You know, if I would have listened to the reviews, I'd never seen it. So I see that this is, like, bad. And I'm like, no, it's a great review. The reviews are completely wrong. This is an awesome movie. This movie was more comic-y than most of the MCU properties have been in quite a while. But when I think of Ant-Man... I don't think of, like, a serious Marvel Endgame. Yeah, I'm not thinking of Winter Soldier. I'm thinking of, like, Thor Love and Thunder comic. Like, comic. Like, I mean, just off-the-wall bouncy funny. I will say I did expect the stakes to be a little higher in this movie because Kang was in it. I don't feel like... I would agree there. I never thought of it, but that's true. There was never a part in that movie where I really felt like things were not going to go the way that they... Like, the right way. Yeah. Even at the end, you know, everything's done, Kang's gone, whatever... And the portal closes. Yeah. And Ant-Man and the Wasp are chilling. And they could have very easily ended it right there. But then they're sitting there talking and they're, you know, holding each other. And they're having a little moment. And they're looking out at the quantum realm. And then the portal opens up behind them. Like, you want to go home? Yeah, yeah, her, yeah. His daughter it's, just opened it seemed it like it was more urgent when... <laughs> right. And, and I'm sitting here and, and it's not that I... You didn't feel I, the stakes at all? Yeah. I, it's yeah. not that I didn't want the... I thought that portal it's not that I wanted to be stuck in the quantum realm or some doofy stuff like that but realistically if you're not using those characters between now and secret wars mm-hmm. they could have buttoned them up in there and it yeah. would have been a good like carryover. instead they just took that whole thing and said hey yeah no it was actually really easy they got out real fast it's fine yeah that's no like going deal. to an escape room and having the key on the coffee table true <laughs> so what you're saying there is and what you're saying makes basically like is what reminds me of what john said because john in a past podcast 
his prediction was he thought we were going to lose Ant-Man. Well, he thought Scott was going to die. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And I, 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 I literally trailer. said that to him, too. I was like, I kind of would be upset if they don't send him off like Iron Man. Like, I thought that's what I was expecting. What better and way that, for him it, to go? Because right? it's Kang. Than so Kang. When I when I saw them two stuck in the quantum realm, I was like, oh, my God, it's perfect. They're going to get stuck together. Because, you know, with Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer, it was just her. And then he yeah. had to live 30 years without her and, and then not even a note. So with both the Wasp and Ant-Man in there, I thought, I was like, man, that is freaking perfect. And then all of a sudden his daughter's like, doo doo And then boom, portal. It's like, wait a minute. It was that easy? Right. Like, I just kind of right. thought. Uh, well, cool. They they survive, so now they can do more well, movies. But at the same time, I was like, we keep forgetting it's it was, all about not letting Kang out. It wasn't right. so yeah, much true. about keeping a portal open. Yeah, it was just not letting Good him point. out. Good point. That's true. That's true. And Kang also got that like, whoa, this dude is intimidating moment because he beat the brakes <laughs> off of Scott Lang. Yeah, he whipped his. Language. Dirty mouth. It's like he owed him money. Yeah, he did. He yeah. was like, "You're Apollo Creed, and this is Creed 3. Right. I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting there because and I'm watching. I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna die. He's gonna get his head beat." I, I like thought he was right totally gonna. I I honestly thought he was gonna kill his daughter. That so, that line. Oh no, out. I couldn't. I would not I have been okay with that. Still owned by like, Disney. They're not gonna do. They're not gonna kill a quote unquote kid, even I though just, she's. Of I, age I know, point. but I just kind of was thinking, would they take it there? I mean, you know, the only reason I felt like she and. There was a moment where I was like, he might. When he, he might. had both of them like that, I was like, ooh, so, oh, man. I didn't know what was going to happen. I was kind of nervous. I thought two things were really cool when it came to Ant-Man and Kang. One was when Scott realizes that he can do nothing against Kang, right? In that mm -hmm. scene where yes. he's that both he and Cassie are levitating. and He you literally know. has no power. Right. right? And even still, as soon as he gets out, he's like, do not touch her again. Exactly. Like, I don't care. Like right. that. I think one of the highlights of this film, as I've mentioned already, this was a Marvel National Lampoon's family film, right? Yeah. This was still a very dad film. Like this movie was, so. was Scott Lang being a dad. I felt like it was completely marketed to dads. Oh, yes. 100%. Like 1,000%. This exactly. movie yeah, had me is. in the feels is like immediately. I was like, this is awesome. You mean when he had to pick her up from jail? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, can't wait yeah, for that. Yeah, I'm sure that day's coming. Oh, what's it's no big deal like the other time other times? Yeah, other three time. times. Whatever. And and how how obvious and how like hilarious is it that the accomplices for her getting going to jail and stuff were grandma and grandpa. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's yeah, yeah, that's, that's that even awesome. better, you know, because yeah, yeah. then you got Hank and you got Janet. There. No, it was everybody. Even yeah, yeah, even, even Hope was Hope sitting was, there, yeah, like Hope she's in like, on yeah, it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she's got a suit and everything. Yeah. And but before we go too far down that way, the other point I wanted to make that was really cool was you see Scott knowing he's powerless yeah. against yeah. Kang, still telling Kang, "Don't do it again." And the next time you see him and Kang together, he is straight ready to beat the brakes off of Kang. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, oh, yeah. And he goes at it. Like, yeah. even though he knows, like, there's still that moment where you're like, oh, yeah, he's an Avenger. Like, Kang yeah. picked a fight. And then you are again reminded. That it's Kang. It's Kang. <laughs> it's Kang. Yeah. Scott picked a fight, <laughs> yeah. which is awesome that was the best part of that was when he was like i don't need to win i just need both of us yeah, to see lose. both of us right lose. which right. is why i thought scott might die that's, that's what whenever yeah, i that saw was that where i clip. saw it going too and yeah. then will he didn't but then hope but, yeah then hope i was actually Man, disappointed was, when hope came back you were i was because well, i because thought that would be thought, such yeah, a great send-off for be, scott yeah 
And right. it, it's, I didn't actually need to see him just get like, you know, I just Tony Stark <laughs> with the cold look in his eyes and stuff. Like right. maybe if right. the Citadel the exploded city. with Scott in it and maybe they find him later. You know what I mean? So I kind of want to stick along, obviously, Ant-Man, but jump the rails here. I had kind of a prediction, you know, with Loki, obviously, they had the one Kang, the He Who Remains, right? right. Yes. Now, technically, they killed the good Kang. He was Sylvie probably the, the least, better Kang. Yes. The now, least of it, the problematic the Kangs. Yeah. The now, better Kang. I know, like, Michelle Pfeiffer touched and she saw his memories of him killing planets and everything like that, but also he was banished by a bunch of other really, 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 really bad Kangs. So he I was like the worst of the Kangs. Are you sure about that? No. Did, but he so was a bad my, enough one to get exiled. Well, here's really? what I'm thinking. What if they kind of like jumped from that and they made you think that, but then they're like, all these other bad ones are the real bad ones, and this guy wasn't bad enough. He was actually kind of trying to help people maybe. I don't know, change well, his ways maybe. I don't know. I just had a theory that maybe he wasn't bad enough like all these other ones. So when he said, you don't know what's coming, and then he got sucked into the portal, I like me and Justin were talking about at the end of the movie, we're like, all those kings. Are well, there was that gladiator. Right. So, arena. did right. they kill the wrong king again? Well, it's also the Kang Dynasty. Yes. Because the Avengers coming the up, one so that they sucked sense. into the porthole wanted to go and kill all those other kings. Well, think. Hang on a second. Right, that's You're, what I got out of I it. I really think Matt's onto something here. So let's talk about it. This king essentially was doing what? He's killing worlds, timelines. He's trimming yeah. branches off of. The multiverse. The multiverse. Which yeah. is exactly what was the, the last king doing? doing? Exactly. That's so and Loki. He's doing the same thing. So that's why I'm thinking: Did they kill this wrong Kang again? See, we're not going to know might that, or we're not going to know that either king. way until this is all concluded. However, there was something that was said. In I this like movie. where your head's at. Buddy. I just was thinking about it. I'm like, there was something that was said in this the wrong movie king again. We don't necessarily have to think of Kang as good and evil. We just need to think of Kang as a conqueror. Yeah. There was something that True. was said the in nature. the exchange between Kang and Janet when Janet touched him and saw the thoughts and everything. Yes. He said, what are you going back to do? Yeah. And he said, I'm going back to win. Yes. Kang yeah. doesn't care. Kang wants to win, and he doesn't care who he runs over in the process. It's like Peacemaker. I'll kill everybody on the planet if it means getting peace. It's the same thing. So let Kang me, let will me ask you do whatever it takes to beat all the other Kangs. Let me ask you what's worse is if he does and he goes and beats all those other Kangs and then he's just the only one, I mean, then, I mean, he, he would be technically the one he who remains, right? If he's the last Kang. Now, right. what would he do technically if he beat all those other Kangs? You know, what, you know what he would do? He's a conqueror. He would keep continuously conquer and uh, maybe, the timeline. Maybe I, not. Does I have, he have a, a retirement plan is... like Thanos. Yeah, he might just go farm <laughs> on a distant planet. <laughs> I have a feeling this is something that might get visited in What If. This because What uh -huh. If season two is coming. This feels like a really good topic. Even if they don't do like What If Kang won or What If Scott Lang didn't kill Kang, but they can do a lot with Kang in What If with yeah. the number of possibilities. And Justin, to your point, in the mid credits, we saw the Council of Kangs. Mm -hmm. And we saw the Pharaoh. What was the other one we saw? Uh, the other one was almost like an Amortis looking king. Yeah, like, it was Amortis and then the and Pharaoh. Like the and then, turn, there was like a machine one or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. That's Cyborg the one I wasn't well, super was, familiar with. The yeah. thing I yeah. was concentrating on during the whole movie was after we finally met Kang, which kind of took a little while. Did you guys feel that way? Mm hmm. It, it, you know, it was at least it got half like, an hour. Like, I felt like it was like half the movie. We got a good ways in, in the movie before we even really saw I'm not. It. I'm not disagreeing. You're right. But it's typically like it. Well, 
how many like establishing Marvel Phase Two movies? How long did it take? Like Thor: The Dark World is always like my rule to judge other MCU movies by. And you mean Malekith <laughs> like opening credits? Yeah, don't you, you mean Malekith. I think you minutes. see Malekith before you see Thor. Yeah, yeah, like it's Be- quick. Well, they show you the elves, and then you see right. the elves go well, dark. We, we did see that one quick flashback whenever he uh, first showed up, and he was like, "What is this place?" Yes, we saw that quick. That was all. That was we at got the beginning of, of the movie. Wasn't yeah, that yeah, was that all was we got the beginning of, of the movie. And then it was like literally, like it felt to me like forty-five minutes later. So you see Kang fast, but you don't see you don't you don't Kang. see Kang. Yeah. You, you yeah. don't get it quite yet. But, but also by comparison, look at Thor Ragnarok. You don't see Hela until what twenty minutes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 quite Odin a bit of world dies. building yeah. before Odin so dies. That, that's to my up. that's my point. There is a lot of world building because we have to catch up on a lot of things real fast in this movie. One, what's Scott doing? He's apparently just walking around San Francisco Selling being, just, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. pretending yeah. to be yeah. Spider, yeah. right? Yeah. Like bagels. High five. Oh, when he got charged for that's twelve dollars. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, twelve. All right. All right. <laughs> um, and then also we have to set up what the family's been doing, so we need to know what Cassie's been up to, right? Uh, so you, you know, I that. will say I wish I would have seen. Cassie's mom and stepdad, who plays the cop. I wish they would. Oh wish, yeah, I wish they would have been. It's kind in. of a shame that they weren't in it. I, I love know, that actor too. too. He plays Chip Rossetti in Boardwalk. Yes, and I freaking love that actor. That guy is terrifying, but oh. he's really nice. Yes, he's, <laughs> a, he, he's that's, so awesome. That's what I like about actors is an actor that can play somebody as mean as him in that Boardwalk, and then also somebody who can come in and play a cop. That's absolutely hilarious in Ant Man. Right, right. Like you have such a range in acting, you're perfect. They you also know what didn't I mean? have Wu in it. Oh, actually, he Which, was. He was sitting at the table with Scott oh, in the beginning of the movie. Right. He was sitting at the table with Scott. Because I said that. Good to eye, buddy. That's woo. That's woo. Good Which eye. Great because at the yeah. end of Ant Man and the Wasp, he's like, "Well, do you want to go to dinner?" I was like, "Yeah, I, I don't know, maybe." And yeah. they were and at they dinner. Ended up going to that's dinner. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. That's exactly time. where they. That's are. what I yeah. said to you, and actually, well, because your cousin was sitting in between us there, and I was like, "Dude, that's that, I was, that's I woo. Was, that's woo." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I also cut you off. You were no. I was talking about we. We got into the conversation about uh, what what Kang's doing what, and in every reality, Kang is a conqueror. That's yes. yes. So no matter what, and I feel like I had a thought, but it's coming. No matter what, there's always going to be a Kang, and that's what the dynasty is going to be about. Like, I think like Kang in every timeline, in every variant, is a problem. So I'm hoping like they kind of like, you know how it's like the Marvel universe is expanding a lot right now. It's getting mm-hmm. so big. Like maybe, maybe we break it down to one Kang. So I have four. That's for later movies, but still. I have a thought on that. I do that, too, yeah. Whenever, I think everyone does. Whenever yeah. I saw the arena at the end of the moon movie, and I was you know, just looking about in this vast sea of Kangs that have joined this group, like, like uh, that planet on Thor with but, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, oh no. That big arena. Dude, it's Sakaar. Planet Hulk. Sakaar. Come on, Sakaar. Sakaar yeah. Thank you. Oh, That's Sakaar. <laughs> I like how, like, I should know that immediately. And I'm like, yeah, that place where all I'm thinking is those Jeff are- Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go those- get my champions. <laughs> those arenas look ship. similar. Don't let them leave this planet. Yeah. So I also think it was really cool that we see all these Kangs, mm-hmm. right? And as a fan of the Marvel Universe, my immediate thought was it was like the, was it the Council of Reeds? Right. So, like, in the Fantastic Four, I think it was Jonathan Hickman wrote the series, or that particular story, where all of the reads and all of the multiverses figure out the multiverse, and every time they do, they end up joining the Council of Reads, and right. they solve multiversal problems instead of just 
that of their universe. It's like the Citadel of Ricks. Exactly. <laughs> that was where I'm going next. And I was like, and then my brain went to the Council of Ricks on Rick and Morty. And I was like, is this, this what we're doing? Well. How many people well. saw all these Kangs and went, they stole that from Rick and Morty. You so, know there's a whole fan base dude, that... I, just thought they stole this from Rick and Morty Dude, with no idea that that was a Marvel thing. Well, we always knew that uh, Kang was a universal traveler. Yeah, and he's time, time, time specifically. Yeah, but we all—he's got different variants all over the place already. Mm-hmm. I think like this is a big prediction. This come way. Let's hear it. They're gonna the the Avengers, whoever might be in the on the team still. I know we have a list of them, but it gets kind of confusing. But they're somehow all the other Kangs are going to either get killed or vanish to some other universe or something, and we're going to be left with one big bad mofo of a Kang. I think that's what will have to happen. Yes. Because otherwise, how do you make that movie? Exactly. I actually agree with that. I think Kang Dynasty... After seeing this, seeing this Kang and the way that he acted, the motivation to win was his primary thing. The Council of Kangs almost reminded me a little bit of, like, when you watch Star Trek, you see the Klingon High Council. Because all the Klingons want to do is... You are such a nerd. <laughs> anyway, I... <laughs> well, you need a little bit of nerd in Well, it's like the Lord of the Rings, the High Council Elves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the difference is the <laughs> Elves... Star Trek and the Lord of the Rings. I'm here for Ant-Man, for God's sakes. <laughs> there you go, we Brandon. have to make it comparable to something. <laughs> the difference is the Elves don't want to settle everything with a knife fight. True. And the Klingons don't want to settle everything by walking for 18 hours and dropping a ring in a puddle of fire. <laughs> When they could have just taken the darn elves exactly. or the, uh, the, the uh, eagles. Oh, they yeah. took the Jeez. hobbits. Right. Damn it. <laughs> twice what they used this? them and twice they missed the opportunity to get something done. <laughs> what I was, uh, what I was Those getting at Those guys are before, DHL, uh, not FedEx. Yeah. What I was getting at before Brandon got offended that I brought up Star Trek was uh, <laughs> the Klingons like to settle everything with violence. And I really feel like the Council of Kangs, like they all look like they were angry and they're like stomping their feet and they're on the ground and yelling. They look like you know, they're ready for gotta, war. This gotta, could very easily turn into a situation where they start a war with each other. And Earth That's gets dragged I'm... into it. I'm... I don't think the Avengers are going to be the main characters of Kang Dynasty. I like that theory. I was, you j- literally just kind of like, as you were explaining that, kind of th- I, I thought about that. I was like, well, no, I was thinking of it <laughs> literally. Like, cause if Kangs are conquerors, right? And then right. you get a bunch of conquerors together. Who promotes the three that are on top? They had to win. That's what I mean. Like, they, they, are... Yeah, they got their promotion by beating the brakes off of other Kangs. And yeah. those are just what kings are left. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no democratic process. This to is that. my right. question: like, Fight to the death, man. When Sylvie killed Kang, he was supposed to be the one. He who remains. He was the only one, right? That's he was the only one. But that was only because. So when, remember what he was doing: trimming every variant branch. That's what I mean. So he there was couldn't so be another one. In his reality, exactly. So. When she killed him, the time started branching off all over the place. Which, by the so way, so when you see an Ant Man, that same time, everything is like that. Yes. So my Very assumption, chaotic. my assumption is Ant Man. This movie is following the events of Loki. Yeah. So yes. Sylvie already knew oh, yeah. that. Obviously, it's right you know, well, that's well, what I mean. So well, yeah, because don't forget, there's the in very end credit scene. I, I don't. I don't quite. I'm not f- quite following how if Kang and Loki that was killed was the only Kang. How where in the heck did all these other Kangs come? Because you're thinking about it in linear time. 
Kang is a He just had traveler. the one thing. And then when I started breaking off, all these other ones just showed up. Yeah, Kang. Be- that's like, what the TVA was doing. Yeah. They were keeping it one single linear yes. timeline. Kang doesn't exist on a timeline. Kang's exi- Kang exists above it. Across all existence. So even if you kill Kang at the end of time, it erases what that Kang did across. Which allows for all the other ones to pop so, up. So to your point, there probably already was one that won, yeah. And he was satisfied. He was chilling, and and Sylvie he just turned him. the timeline down to what he wanted, and, and by, he lived with it. And then Sylvie comes and just ruins it. And by killing him, brought all everything back, back. Potentially, this is some hardcore nerd talking, and I like this. Right? Is this is actually I think brings up a point why there's a lot of stuff you see online. It's like this is why Kang is a worse threat than Thanos. Everybody's like, what are you talking about? Thanos he's forever. Thanos was snapping, baby. Like he was taking he was ghosting people. And Kang just seems to want to do science stuff. But then the really cool part is what you see Thanos was really only in one universe. And he only was thinking about one universe. Kang will potentially kill like Hope was like, You've killed trillions. Yeah. And he's like, that was like, that's my nine to five. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just what I like, do. Can, a Kang's real, like they call him a conqueror and he wants to, he conquers everything that's around him. I mean, look what he did to the, to the quantum realm. He built that incredible citadel with like amoeba science around him. In 30 right. years. Yeah. Right. The, I mean, the amount of stuff he's able to do. Yeah, but look do. what the ants did in a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I won't talk about the ants yet. I have a problem with the ants. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll As, get there. Aside Hold from on. The, aside from the fact that they're the MacGuffin of this damn Well, movie. and I asked him about that, but anyway, yeah. keep going with what you're saying. Wait, wait. The only thing Kangs seem to want to do so far is to conquer other Kangs. Correct. Conquering their environment or whatever around them, their universe, seems to really take a backseat to what they're actually well, after. Well, then why do you have so many of them in an arena at the end of the movie? Like, How they cooperate, friends. I have no That's idea. That's what I mean. Like, oh, that's... I didn't see them as being friends. They were well, all, they were they all were standing there that... looking like they were ready to fight. Yeah, but they were well, also... There was, when they when the camera scanned to the crowd, there was like a few of them being like, yeah, woo, we're ready, let's do this. Like They were all like yeah, cheering together. Some people, like... when you get jacked up, they get excited to beat the hell out of somebody. Yeah, but they But also... they looked like they were going at as a team, not going against each other i agree I with matt that. no i understand that. They, and i don't disagree but i i think that it's i think it's more of an adrenaline pop that's that's what i feel by looking at it i think now is a bad time to try and figure out exactly what kings are doing no it's a good time to think about it but none of us really know that's true it's you like know, there's a very high likelihood that i'm wrong in that assumption i think the only reason we all got it right with thanos is because they're like yeah he wants to collect all the infinity stones and kill half the universe and every single one of us that made that guess, we're just saying this is what he did in the comic book. And we were all blown away when Marvel went, yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. like, but with, with Kang in the comics, like it's there is no one set, this is the goal. It could be any of the goals. Right. I mean, there are Kangs who come back in time and convince Avengers to fight other Kangs. Yeah. I mean, that's think of uh, Iron Lad. Uh-huh. He essentially is sent back by Kang. He knows he's going to become a Kang. But while he's still young, he wants to fight other ones. And then eventually he, you know, has to rejoin the ranks of the Kangs. So it's all where, about honing his skills at that point. Well, right. Yeah. It's, it's practice. So it, where did Kang go when he got sucked back into that thing? Well, according to the other Kangs, he dead. He gone. 
which makes it that is the second time people from the 616, if that's what we're going to classify the MCU as, that's the second time someone from the 616 has popped a Kang. Which right. is why the they're like they're beginning to touch the multiverse. It is that specific reality that is actually doing something against the bigger pictures of the multiverse. So to your point, they could do that in the Kang Dynasty is they could have a Kang show up and convince Sam Wilson, Captain America, Dude, to he could fight form the Kangs. actually he could form the Young Avengers. Right. Because what that is like the basis of the Young Avengers. And think about who have we been getting in Phase 5? The Young Avengers. I mean, Cassie's looking good. She's already growing to giant status now. She's not just shrinking. for a while. Right. uh, Hawkeye's girl. What's uh, up? Bishop. 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 Yeah, Bishop. She's doing great. We've got Miss Marvel. We've got Riri. We've got Riri. Yep. We've got Ironheart. We've got Shuri as the Black Panther if they choose to use her for that. Yeah. Um, and if they don't, we've got we've got his son. Yeah, yeah, we do. Technically, there's a lot of years in between there, and yeah, he could grow up. And <laughs> we still have Peter, by the way. Yeah, we, we got Peter, and Peter. we still have Thor. Yeah, and or have and whatever kid. Thor's kid is. Oh, love. We have Hulk and Hulk's kid. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, that we was, have Scar, the Walking. Yeah. That was so awful. That was, that was bad. I, oh. I'd rather not talk. Technically, about it we have She Hulk, right? We have She Hulk, but I don't is think she she's going to show up. No, should we just forget that we have She-Hulk? Then what the heck was the point of that show? We're still trying to figure that out. It was to further Hulk's story before the, uh, Universal loses the rights. We can't get a Hulk movie until Universal's rights are over, so we're going to put him in She-Hulk. Oh, but I would so love it if they would find a way to pull that into World War Hulk. Oh, that'd be wonderful. God. Oh, man, I love that movie. Oh, my God. I still, uh, unpopular opinion real quick, going to say Eric Bannis is still the best Hulk. I'm not actually fighting that. I liked him. I liked it. I yeah, thought Eric Bannon was fine. A lot of people Eric... said that movie was like boring and slow. Oh, and everything, dude, that I was, was so, right. so entertained in that movie. I like that movie. I liked it the Edward okay. Norton too, but I just I thought Eric Bannon's one. Oh. The Ed Norton one was a lot better, but you, Ed Norton didn't look like he wanted to be there. I, I know, wanted man. to see Eric Banna. I thought Eric Banna played an awesome Bruce Banner Hulk. Wouldn't it have been right. great if they could have just kept him? Oh, that would have been freaking awesome. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. I like Mark Ruffalo. No problem yeah, with Mark love Ruffalo. Yeah. But Eric, you're right, Eric Bana. Eric Bana, out of all three, are the, is the best, in my opinion. Although Eric right. Bana is scary. What's that show he's Tro- on, Person of Interest? Oh, I didn't see that one, but uh, I... Yeah. The oh. movie Troy. I mean... Yes. Yeah. I thought he did oh. that. Yeah. He had to fight Brad Pitt. You already knew how that fight was going to go. Yeah, because we all <laughs> read the story. <laughs> yeah, all right. So anyway. All right, so let's keep it back yeah. to Ant-Man. So this movie very much, even though Kang is the villain... Uh, is setting up, obviously, for Phase 5 and 6, which we know, thanks to the incredible announcement they did at San Diego Comic-Con of all the movies coming out. Mm-hmm. Although we know how it goes. Those, like that slate is fluid, mm-hmm. so we can move that. But just specifically speaking on this movie, we sort of talked about it with the reviews and stuff. Rotten Tomatoes. This is another comic <laughs> book movie that is classic. Critics panned it. Well, 49%. Yeah. Audience score, 84%. Yeah. And that is of this recording uh, here towards kind of the end of February. So I don't know what critics were looking for from this movie, but I know if the audience is with you above 80%, you're fine. Yeah. I don't (laughs) think the critics fully understood 
the movie. Is it just and, a bunch of old people who have never had an imagination? Well, <laughs> that I don't know. But if you look at this movie compared to even other MCU movies, but like recent comic book movies, this was much more colorful, much more comic-y. This was love and thundery. There were a half a dozen times in that movie that I was looking at it and I was thinking, man, Drink the juice. this is a Star Wars movie with Marvel characters. <laughs> right. That, was, of all that the felt unique, right. Yeah, all the unique. The broccoli-headed dude. Oh, man, dude. <laughs> which, so, which when Hank... When Hank got all worn out of uh, is that guy broccoli? Is like that, that I was Holy dying. Ish. I almost is that fell guy over. Broccoli? Yeah. 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 Uh, that Michael when, Douglas is my hero. In this movie. When they so were, get, like, he had a lot bigger like range in this movie than he has in the yes. past. So when they were going through like, and they first got captured by the the people or whatever, and they couldn't understand them, and sure. they're doing this da 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 da. Drink the gyms. ooze. Yeah, Did you feel ooze. Temple of Doom? Yes. That's yeah. what I said to him. <laughs> yes. I go, I'm getting a real Indiana Jones vibe here, <laughs> and then not a scene later, I'm like, all right, I'm getting a Star Wars vibe here because they're like in the cantina drinking, and I'm yes. like, what, yes. what is going on? Are they just trying to like? You Does know. Disney own Indiana Jones? Is that do yes. they own that property? Okay. Yeah, it's part of Lucasfilm, so they own it. All right, okay, that so makes I, sense. I think I felt like they were just throwing nods in there. I don't know. They they were definitely like they were. throwing yes. nods in there because I was the whole time thinking. Well, what would you say? You said this episode already. This movie was geared towards who? Dads. Dads. I mean, one hundred percent dads. I mean, if you're a dad, you, yeah, this is like because you're right picking up, up on all alley. these nods to like the the kind of stuff that we grew up on. You're like, yes. dude, Indiana exactly. Jones. I feel it because yeah. who does Hank feel like? He feels like Han Indy's Solo. Dad. He feels like Indy yeah. because Indy is old as hell now, right? Nobody Han answered Solo. that question right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, well, he does, right? Like, he's the he's the adventurer. He's like working with CIA, yeah, and he's going on all these like indie esque adventures. And now he's the old man who's just doing like the weird punches and stuff and, and great quips. And maybe I'm thinking this because they they prime me yeah. before the film with the preview for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I did not get that preview. Oh, I got it. it I was, was glorious. Very frustrated because we, the previews I got. We didn't get an indie preview. I don't, no, you guys didn't, didn't, where did you see the movie? Ma- Marcus, Marcus at the malls. Oh, yeah. I went to AMC. Uh, that would be why. So, um, anyway, so, like, you see all these things, and you're just like, dude, we're getting all this wonderful nostalgia. I feel like a dad. I love it. This is wonderful. But they also pepper in some different stuff to a completely different audience. Think of the people who are Cassie's age watching the film. Very young, very active, like that. Like we're going to protest. I'm getting arrested because I'm doing protest, like that kind of stuff. Like this movie is hitting all these different demographics, mm-hmm. and I was actually impressed with that because one of my biggest questions for Marvel is, what are you going to do when your fan base now ages out? Yeah, because it will happen. Because we're getting there. We're halfway there. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna keep going for a long time. All right. But you see it, and you're like. Who's going to carry these movies for you? And I think they do it with like the younger people who feel very active and activism and, and all that stuff, which, you know, right? Yeah, but whatever. then but then you also have the group of people who are just there for like alien comedy. Which <laughs> right. thank you, Thor, for <laughs> that. Absolutely. Thank you, Darren. <laughs> Taika Watiti, exactly. Your your Modoc is hilarious. Yeah. Drink the ooze. Do you have holes? How many holes do you have? How many holes do I you have? I wish I had holes. I I had Wait, holes. your houses are dead? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Like, when, it's when comedy he goes, nonstop. When he said, holes. When he said, oh, he's got seven holes, and Paul Rudd was like, Wait. Yeah, he's standing there counting. Yeah, he <laughs> got seven. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I got seven. Yeah, like, I, 
man, I loved it. It's see when I go to a Marvel movie, that's what I want. I want that entertainment and suspense that that Marvel gives you. But I have to have that comedy. Yeah. Like, okay. The, the only the only way I can deal with no comedy is in game. Like in games, Infinity War, unbelievable movies. Like even those still have comedy, even but they still have a little bit in there. Think think of Thor talking to Rocket Raccoon. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, exactly. So you Sweet still rabbit. you still get that out of Marvel. And those are the things that I absolutely love about Marvel. Because if they didn't do that, I wouldn't want to watch these movies. Right. If if there was no comedy in it and it was just all like suspense, action hero, you know, superhero beating up this and that, I'm like, no, I'm I mean the the, the actual the, and they, they also say you market to the dads with the comedy and all that. It's that's what I want to see. That's what I love about it. Dude, one of my favorite lines from this movie was everyone laughed. At least I died in Avenger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. You're okay. In. okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah definitely in. You're in. Yeah. I was just great. I, I was dying when he showed up. My name is Darren Cross and I, I am, am not, not a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, somehow Modoc becomes like a good guy. This like rallying point, right? Like no matter what you've done, it was no the matter, final stand. Yeah, no matter the countless People that you but have oppressed and, and murdered. He's like, but, but I, I don't know how to be anything else. <laughs> but what's what's great about Modoc and what I love about Modoc is like that was a character that they could have screwed the pooch so hard on. Yeah. A lot of people will tell you they did. I don't I, think they did. That. I think they nailed I don't it. Think I mean, I don't did. even know the character, but they I think took, they nailed it. <laughs> they took a character that could have been a throwaway character meaningless in this movie and in the storyline and made him worth paying attention to. And that's what I appreciated about Modoc is when when the Modoc character, whether it was Darren or the mask, or whatever, yeah, yeah, the mask, on. whenever he was on the screen, like when he was fighting Cassie, which how how awesome is it that Cassie, who was scared of this little bee man in like, her room at yeah. six years old, now gets to fight him? Yeah, it's yep. pretty, but like pretty awesome. You know, you've got these these fighting scenes and these fighting moments with this character. Then you've got these like real like, oh hey. Yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah, I've had a pretty rough go the past few years. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. Been, been kind of crazy, but now I'm a you know mechanized organism designed for killing. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack there, but <clears throat> there's also a lot to appreciate. That's a character that didn't even need to be in the movie. Yeah, but no, it was worth I, him being in the movie. I a thousand percent agree with you on Darren. I liked him being in the movie, but talking about appreciation, all right. I just I have to say this. This movie was marketed to dads, and I know every dad thought the exact same thing I did. I just want to appreciate Michelle Pfeiffer and how gorgeous she is. <laughs> I, how did I know you were going to say that? I'm serious. 100% thought. I mean, that, is, that woman is just beautiful. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. when Janet looks better than Hope, you're oh, just kind of like, what's God. going on yeah, here? Like, when did Hope become the grandma and Janet's the young kid? Like, I want to take Janet out. Holy crap. That, yeah, I, no she one? She has wow. needs, apparently. She has I, needs. I can help with those. <laughs> <laughs> Bill I Murray, could disappoint you for days. <laughs> for real. That is awesome because I also went, man, she still looks great. I don't I, care right. about the silver hair. And I will say, like, no, she's I'm for it. she sold the fear. About it. Like every time they talked to her about something and she wouldn't explain what was going on, I was like kind of worried. I was like, dude, she looks like she's freaked out. I'm right. sorry, but she right. looks like she's freaked out. Something seriously bad happened to her. And I want to know what. It was. She actually made me question the title of this film. It's called Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantum Mania. They don't tell you which wasp. Right. Because yeah. Hope doesn't really do much. Whoa, I never even Well, they don't tell you which that. Ant-Man either. He's like, shit, that a light bulb in my head. Yeah. That's, 
That's a great point. They don't tell you which wasp. Well, because they, they don't even the necessarily wasp. tell you which Ant Man. Because Michael exactly. Douglas you just said that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you did. I didn't yeah. hear you say well, that. I'm sorry. You were busy having a light bulb pop. You're like, right. oh, I did. You did. You shut everything <laughs> but else. Hank up. Pym had a bigger presence in this movie than he did in either of the other ones. Which I have to you're appreciate. Right. I think you're right. Yeah, he did. They dragged Hank through the mud in Phase Four. Mm-hmm. Like every What If episode, Hank was the villain. Like he was horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot oh, there was that awesome we like, episode where yeah, he's was, off in everyone. That's right. Yeah, yeah like you're gonna stop picking on Hank Pym. He ain't that bad of a guy. <laughs> so it's good that he got his. Actually, in, the, in the comics, Hank can be a real bad guy. Well, sure I, he can. But you know, I like Hank. I guess it was in game when they went back in time and stole the part pin particles. Yes. And Hank was yeah. younger, Michael Douglas, and he was running out. I was like, that was Michael Douglas. I like that. Yeah, see, that's us being young going, Oh yeah, romancing the stone, Michael Douglas. <laughs> oh, Check that wow. out. Yeah. There's a movie drop. That's what you got. Dang, that's a movie drop. But no, you're right. All of these characters really get like a, a time to shine. Yes. All of them. Yes. I hope I think probably got it the least. I would agree with that. I mean, she yeah. gets to run a company. Yeah, you and, really didn't and, see much of her. And she's doing all this, and but she still comes back and pulls her in game moment. Remember? But she's like, she's dude, she's boss lady, man. I mean, she, she is. runs. No, I mean, like you know, she I got nothing it. but mad respect for Absolutely, what Hope's yeah. got going on. But I feel like all the other characters really sh- outshined her. I, I would, would agree. With I would that. agree with that one hundred percent. Um, but definitely, Paul Rudd killed it. I mean, yeah, he's he was still fantastic. He's been the same Scott Lang. Every time he shows up in a Every Marvel. single, And yeah. the only real change he's had is that in this movie, his focus was not being a hero or redeeming himself from being a thief. But it was really He had one solid objective, and that was just to be a good dad, yeah. which was the and, conflict and, for his, his character, right? And, you either be a hero or you be a dad. Yeah. And how do you figure out when you have to be a hero? You just tell everybody you saved the world. Right. Thank you, Spider-Man. I'll sign your book. (laughs) We know, Scott. We know. You should write a book about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The picture of his face on that book. His family roasting him. Yeah, that was the best. Was Like, it was great. It was was an awesome family movie. What I loved about the roast is, you know, if any of us were in a world-saving situation or something that merited writing a book, our family would act the exact same way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what yeah, do you yeah. think We're we li- would do to each <laughs> oh, other? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I you mean, guys are walking be, away from this. Thank you for being that. on the show. You're such a celebrity yeah, glad host. Glad you got to grace Should us I kiss your, your ring? <laughs> and a good part at the end when Michael Douglas like quotes the book and he goes, you read my book. And he goes, every damn word. <laughs> <laughs> Old people read. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I did. Okay. So we've talked about a lot of really good stuff. I do think the person who sold this movie. Mm, can we guess? Yeah. Go. Okay. Um, who who was the person? I'm going to just Kang. It was Kang. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Majors. That, that actor. Yeah. 100%. Jonathan that's Majors. Who I was. So good. And that was my own opinion. I didn't even really know what you're thinking. I'm thinking in my own opinion. I think that that actor who played Kang, um, Jonathan, what would you say? Majors. Majors. Yeah. He, man. His his facial expressions when he would get mad, but he would try to keep him calm. Like yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, he that looks was, like a dad yelling at his kids who's trying not to kill his kid." Like I, that's that's scary stuff. He was he <laughs> was he is actually scary. Yeah, I um, liked it, I liked how uh, he it, it was still in you know an Avengers level threat, but he I, was very methodical, was like it? Thanos would be. But I felt like whenever he was. There's more fear in it, you know. Isn't he higher than an Avenger level threat, though? That, I thought you said that. 
Isn't he like up? He's like higher than no, like a he, Thanos. He's up there. Yeah, and, he can be. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, depending on the situation. Well, but because, no. and also there's so many of them. Well, and, that that was my whole like, okay, this has to be the last stand right here because if he gets through, all other kings get through. If what I was thinking was true, but it's like a domino wave, right? It's gonna be so bad. So like, the way he was acting throughout the whole movie, like just he was willing to give to get. Oh yeah, oh, he was, yeah, yeah. He, everybody else like, is playing checkers, and he's he playing was playing checkers. checkers. Exactly, absolutely. He and, knew what he wanted to do the whole and, time, and he can remain calm except for when he freaked out, and you know, with the laser blast and everything. That was which dope, was freaking awesome. God, that was so. What cool. he reminded me of, and Brandon's gonna have an aneurysm, so I'll lean back. <laughs> so, that, so <laughs> was this gonna be a Star Trek <laughs> reference? No, like, oh, okay, I had a well, reference Lord too. Of the Reach. No, but what he reminded me of the way that. Like, the way that Kang was talking and things like that in the movie, he reminded me a lot of Apocalypse and X-Men Apocalypse, and I'll tell you why. Oh, I Because yeah. Oscar Isaac is Oscar amazing. Isaac, Apocalypse in I that see movie that. was very matter-of-fact. He was very, well, this is the way it is. And, and he was very, and that's what sold him as a villain. That's what made that's him why I liked him as, as Apocalypse. scary as Apocalypse is because he's not thinking of it as a, I have to fight to win. He's thinking of, of it as a, why Once are you I pestering win. me? Yeah. And you're it, just delaying the inevitable. And it also helps you have an amazing actor like Isaac and Jonathan right. playing those parts. Right. So Kang that, that had is that, 100% correct there. Yeah, he had that same kind of swagger about why are it. You, it was more of a, you know what? Have I killed you yet? You're just bugging. No, but it he did say. It all kind of bleeds together. He, do you know how many Avengers I've killed? Oh, that's right. right. He did. Yeah, he talked about that. That's and kind he's, of. That, he's not aren't you the it. one with the hammer? I could see how you would be <laughs> yeah. confused. Yeah. Same body type and all. You so know. they made some comedy out of it, but on the same on the same token, when he's like, I lose count of how many Avengers I kill, he's not saying that out of adrenaline. He's saying that as a, yeah, he just, no, yeah, man, you don't, man, I don't remember. It's the same as, yeah. you have Infinity Stones in your drawer. He's like, yeah, those come up all the time. It's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's that These same, are pretty much worthless. It's that yeah. same thing. I think you just made a really good point. That well, thanks. <laughs> how, was Kang, how was Kang defeated in this movie? He didn't get out. What's the first real blow he suffers? Um, oh. ants, ants. <laughs> yeah. We are but ants to Kang. I was thinking when who really defeats Kang? The army ants. coming through. Well, the ants like eat them. Was up. the rebellion like, too? Yeah, they, what a metaphor! Right, that's true. That's so true. we are but ants to somebody like Kang, who really sees a much bigger picture, and our efforts are just like meaningless. Like you're delaying the inevitable. But that's the and then that and then after a thousand years we have ants come back <laughs> with armor, which who are the MacGuffin of the and, film? And I know you wanted to break off onto that. I actually really enjoyed that idea of with Hank's earpiece and the picking and the up signal, the ants, yeah. and he didn't understand it. And then when he finally got and they found him, they had been down there for so long because you see when they all fall into the quantum realm, the ant farm falls in and breaks apart, and right. they all go everywhere. Right. Yes. And the idea that because Justin They're had not to explain just this to me characters exactly, and he explained this to me that when they all got shot down, somehow the 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 people got sent to one spot, right? And the ants got sent to another where time is obviously different. Well, think of it like the Bifrost and Thor. When Hela knocks Thor and Loki off the Bifrost, exactly, she goes seconds Asgard, apart. Yeah, and they, and end they up go in completely different areas. Exactly, right. Sakar. Yeah, which also. Like the whole quantum 
realm and them mm-hmm. all being sucked down into it, ants going one spot, everybody going on. Answers another big question I had when I thought to myself, how did Scott go to the quantum realm for five minutes? And I it was like five years. But she was down there for 30-something years. I said the same thing to him in the theater. And it's like different. It's the only thing I can come up with, because it's not really talked about, and he, is them going down at different times. You end up in different areas where experience time differently. Well, he like literally this, like said the exact same like thing to me when I asked game, that question. You need a map. Right. For the quantum realm. Which, and, by the way, what's Cassie the, doing in the beginning of this movie? She, she made a map. She's making she made, the map. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So She's the like, MCU I is found you. being you know, yeah. very like methodical in how they're playing this out, which is... Very much I like so. the I way like they did that. it. But yeah, I love how they make you think. Sorry, Eric. No, it's okay. So I was the first one to see it because Steph and I took a half day at work to go see it on opening day. Oh, Correct. I actually saw it on Saturday, which... I, that's groundbreaking for me these days. <laughs> yeah, we, we took what off at noon and saw it. But I actually had typed the text out in our group text, and I didn't send it because it's like, I'm the first one to see it. I don't want to say anything. But yeah. I actually typed the text out and said, You're like, the, what, you, without giving away any spoilers, Kang scares the holy hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. and that, I mean, that rings 100% true because of what I said about how he, you, you can tell that character doesn't. He's not interested uh-huh. in who he's fighting. He's just interested in winning. And it's the next step conquering. after this. Exactly. And, and that kind of villain, like even Thanos got mad. Yeah. And had his moments. This guy, he's just, Stone cold. I know what I'm going to do. You're just in my way until I get it done. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, woo. You know. I really love ruthless. the interaction yeah. between Kang and Janet. Like, yes. yeah. them, them two... When they were trying to spark the before ball, she knew whatever. what yeah, he had before planned. she knew the drive yeah. the drive. I mean, you almost look at Kang like, dude, he's a hero. He's you know like you man. could be confused. Yes, mm-hmm. and you look at him, but then all of a sudden, when she you know you go through that whole scene, you're like, and there he is. You know, you see his true side or whatever. This is my I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it just and then when he does, he he realizes he's been caught, and he's like. I was this close. But even then, he's still like, how do I get her to give me the drive back? Right. Yeah. Still trying to negotiate. Like he's, yeah. like he's, he's like, okay, too, but. this is my worst case scenario now. Mm-hmm. How do I get it back? But what's really that funny about that, awesome. so that yeah. scene is really good. What's the first thing he says to her when he gets her back? Think when about he gets hope. who back? When he gets hope. So when Kang gets hope back and she's brought back to the Citadel, and they're in like the throne room, which is his ship. He's talking about walking through a door. What does he oh, say to her? Yeah, I remember that scene. He asks her, he goes, What did you see? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've goes, wondered it see? for years. Yeah, that's yeah. right. What yes. did you see? And for, she's like, For 30 years, he wondered it. Yeah. She's like, You know, because he knows. Oh, but yeah. But he's wondering, What was it for her? Because to him, that's not that bad. Yeah. Because to him, he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And that's nature. what makes him a and that perfect was, villain. Yeah. Was that Janet or Hope that said, you murdered trillions? It was Janet. That's, yeah. Janet. It was Janet. Janet, Janet that said, yeah. 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 You've murdered trillions. Yeah. And he's just like, so? For real. He's like, and you that? drink coffee. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? Write me a ticket? <laughs> he looked yeah. at her like, that's not common. And you, you know, cheated like, on your husband down here. What's the problem? She had needs. She had needs. You did some things. I did some yeah. things. You know, you. I you thought it was hilarious. I, date, I murdered yeah. two trillion people. Yeah. Michael Douglas brought it up. He was like, "I dated a girl for a little while. It didn't work out, yeah. but it was fun or something." Yeah, yeah. yeah. she wasn't yeah. you. She yeah. wasn't you, babe. 
baby. Yeah. That's my favorite part. He's like, I also had needs, and we're going to lightly address that. Yeah. While <laughs> no, we're fighting for our lives, no, that was so you totally can't hold the, it against me right now. That was totally the jealous husband. It was like, well, I, I waited for you, but I can't tell you that right now, so I'm <laughs> yes. going to tell you that I dated someone for a few days. He probably made it up. Exactly. But I also, exactly. I really love the interaction with Janet and Hank because it's like, Dude, they're nobody's, still love. Yeah, nobody's gonna get mad at each other for what they did. They obviously know the situation they're in. Right, they well, knew they both, where they were at, and right. so it's like not a big deal. He they thought love she each other. was dead. Yeah, and she never. She, she never thought she was, was never coming, coming back. back. Yeah, yeah, so, so it's like, yeah, all right, you kind of have to let that one go. Yeah, right? that's why this movie is so good, yeah. especially for Bill Murray. But really, him, <laughs> Bill Murray, mom, come on. I mean, that guy, that guy, he was charming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I do think Bill Murray. Played it perfect, but I just wish they would have shown the monster eat him. Yeah, I, they don't really true. show him no, get. They see him flinging him. Yeah, but they don't. I'm like, man, I really wanted to see that because he was eating <laughs> one of those monsters. He was eating one of those. Yeah. I really wanted to see him get eaten. Do you know what that yeah. scene reminded just me desserts. of? Oh, uh, yeah, where the there was a movie where the guy ate something alive. Something alive. What was that movie? So, so there was an. Um, it was. I think it's the third season of The Boys. <laughs> where Homelander makes the deep eat an octopus. That's yes. oh, that's right. Yes, and it was talking to him the it's whole time, and he's him. like, yes, that's he's my like, friend." He, he's it's, praying. Yeah, and he's still making him and eat he, him and anyway, he, and he still ate him. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking when the little tentacles were like grabbing his mouth and yeah. trying not to be eaten. Oh, yeah. I was like, "Dude, that's a bit much," but okay. The boys are a bit much. Oh, it's only going to be worse. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost fear the next season. I'll be honest; I haven't even finished the second season, so. Oh, um, well, you haven't even I gave up. Dude, stuff. I, dude. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't, we don't have time to talk it. about yeah, that. Yeah. I'm not going to get yeah, to yeah, it. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's keep it condensed. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get back and just go ahead. Let's give uh, – we'll do a final grade. We'll do a final grade, and we'll let Justin do a final grade first. Uh, I loved this movie from start to finish. I don't know everything there is to know about Ant-Man and the Wasp from comics and stuff, but uh, I do know a little bit. But uh, I thought it was freaking awesome. I'm gonna go ahead and give this like eight and a half out of ten. That's not bad. Yeah. Honestly, I was would probably have given it like an eight out of ten just because of the ending, how it was so easy to get back. But then when Justin made the point that this is about Kane getting out, not about how easy it is to open a portal, and the fact that Cassie can make a map and open it in the beginning of the movie, what's to say she couldn't just do it? So after he brought that point up, I thought, you know, you're just kind of right. It's not about that. So that just made this movie even better. I'm just going to give it a 9 out of 10. I mean, yeah, I, don't even, nice. I don't even know why I, I would it. take a point off for that because I honestly was thoroughly enjoyed with uh, entertained. I love this movie. It was great. I enjoyed myself the entire time. Cool. So, nice. Before cool. you guys, get, I just like the whole time I was watching the movie, I was thinking about all the reviews I read and I was just like, how are these people? Yeah. In, how do these people make money? I still haven't I would read agree. a single review. How do they have a job? I would agree. Clickbait. Like, yeah. yeah. Clickbait. Fair, 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 sure. Fair, Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, it, I think it's just, honestly it's just people are just kind of on it. Maybe people are sick of Marvel. I don't know. It's possible. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. The, Every, everybody's expecting every movie to be Endgame and it's that's, just not yeah, going to happen. Exactly. Endgame only That was the culmination of 10 years. Exactly. So I'll give it. Uh, <laughs> you own my coke. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go eight and a half. Um, I liked the movie. Actually, the more I think about the movie, the more I like it. When I walked out of the theater, I was like, "Yeah, it was pretty good." But the more I kind of recirculate it through my head and think about it, the more I actually appreciate what this movie did. This movie took a huge number of characters that were pretty well 
not required to be worth anything and made them all interesting, made them all yeah. fun. I loved Hank. I loved Janet. I loved Cassie. I loved Modoc. I loved Kang. I loved everybody in it. I'm going to deduct Baskin some points. Robbins manager. No kidding. They brought him <laughs> back. I know. They brought him back. I was so happy. Uh, I don't usually make the cakes. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope he, he never does When he misspelled birthday, I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at his cousin, Justin, and me and him, or Andrew, and we both started just dying laughing because it said Bith Day or something. Yeah, yeah. it was Bith Day. <laughs> so I, I will knock off a little bit because um, I, like I said, I never felt the stakes in the movie. Like there, there they weren't were, incredibly. Yeah, like, it wasn't what I, you know, it wasn't what I, I was kind expecting. Of, that I, I don't know. I kind of have to disagree because I felt the stakes. Like, oh my god! Like, if he gets this, he he's gonna get out. Well, the like thing I, is, we don't know how. We, just from this movie, we I, don't know how powerful another variant of Kang can be. Yeah, we don't know if that uh, if him point. getting out was the good answer or the bad answer. We're brings me back to lately. brings me back to did they kill the wrong Kang? Right, right. And, that's and the we don't know we that. To we'll keep figure asking. that out. But, uh, you know, back to this one. The, the points I'll deduct specifically for that. And then um, it did go off the rails a couple times minimally, but it wasn't, you know, wasn't anything to be <laughs> disappointed with. <laughs> Nothing uh, I'm going to yeah. raise a gripe about. No, no. I think eight and a half is <laughs> a pretty solid score. So I would put it above most of the Phase 4 movies, short of Wakanda Forever, No Way Home. And, uh, you know, it's right on par with Shang-Chi for me, honestly. Nice, nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll take that evaluation. All right, I will uh, go ahead and round out this little rating. Uh, I'm going to tell you things I really liked. Uh, One is that Scott Lang's character doesn't change. He develops. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. He goes from wanting to be a hero uh, and not a thief but a hero um, to just wanting to be a dad. And I thought, like, that's this, like, it's a perfect continuation of what's been going on for him and his story, right? So I love that. I love that Scott is continuing his story but he's also still the same scott yeah right like he's not being changed even though he writes a book he's like kind of a san francisco celebrity kind of a terrorist he's still yeah. like the same scott that we had in the first ant-man yeah very much um which is awesome so i think that's great i loved how they touched how he's gone for five years trying to pick up time right right like right. also Make to the dad things. aspect like yes. the thing that's important to him now is I mean, Dad's not my birthday. Yeah. I know, but I missed a few. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That's like, what I was talking about. That's yeah. pretty touching. There's actually. these really good dad moments. Great. And it's great. like, in the movie, in the beginning of the movie, it says, all I want to do is just be a good dad now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you see how that comes into conflict with, well, can you be a good dad by ignoring something that affects a lot of people while you're trying just to take care of the interest of your, your child? Right, it's almost like, like it's forcing him to pick and choose. Right. Like, he has to come to terms with the fact that... And I, how do you pick and choose over your daughter? Exactly. Well, it's diametrically opposed to the first two movies. Exactly. Exa- yeah, yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Where he had nice. the... You know, like he was getting out of jail in the first movie, and everybody kept saying, just stay out of trouble, blah, blah, blah. You could be there for your daughter. But he couldn't help it because he was serving the greater good. Yes. Now yeah. he has, you know, now he's... Eric's nailing it, it, man. As... He's older, for one thing. He wants to be that father figure, and now his and he's also is already like, saved the universe, right? But his already daughter is like, you've already done too. this. Why are hey, you doing it again? I want to bring up another point about talking about being a dad. All right, that makes this movie so awesome is the fact that when he was so many, your mind messes with you when he was down there, and oh, then all of him, the possibilities. Yeah. Come on, guys, get him to the top to save Cassie, and then That's right. all the possibilities <laughs> came together. To be a dad and save your child. And somebody said, how did you do that? And said, we all want the same thing. 
That's so every perfect. possibility of Scott wants to be a good dad. Every single Except one, for the even Baskin the Baskin Robbins. Robbins one. <laughs> <laughs> he took a hard nose dive down, man. But and, and like they were all falling down and everything. I was just like, but oh, they still. Man. You're right. It served was, the greater good. It was touching to, as as a father yes, to a just daughter. Really nice, yeah. right? So yeah, that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. I forgot about cry. that scene where they they because they were all fighting. All they were all going against. Well, apparently, each other all and... the hopes want to help Scott too because that's <laughs> right. true. Right? Yeah, so. she managed to make it work, but that just might be a female's brain. You know, like you said, out. she was kind of undershined in this movie, but man, she really played a vital part. Yeah, the points where she's there, she's, she's really necessary. Yeah, I mean, she's there she when it literally counts, she's, saved, yeah. but she doesn't movie. get all of the fun kind of like. Yeah. Moments all the other characters get. But she saved the movie, though, at the end. She saved Scott. Yeah, she saved Scott. Kind of, I mean, in, in a way, I feel like kind of the movie, too. I mean, like, because like you said, Scott, it would have been nice to die in that moment, but send him off in a good way. Cassie actually saved the movie, if we're being honest, because she reopened it. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> He's right. Want to go yeah. home? You're right. Yeah, Cassie's actually the one that did that. <laughs> but for me, yeah, this movie, those are all excellent points, right? But for for me, this movie was, there's a couple of things I'm kind of tired of in Phase 4. And this is all, I feel like, Taika Waititi's fault. <laughs> I am tired of seeing secondary, like, non-important secondary characters become, like, these incredible, like, hilarious jokesters. Like, do I need to see a telepath that just goes, please stop thinking that. You're thinking oh, yeah, it harder yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, funny. I like that character. And I get, see, exactly, but how much screen time are we spending on characters that don't mean anything? But, yeah, Drink like, my ooze. How many see, holes do you have? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, and then he gets a hole, and what does he do with the hole? He immediately celebrates. puts things in his hole. <laughs> like, And then, what, did you remember what they said? He goes, yeah, I didn't know he could do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I, I love that. I like, see, that's what I like of you bringing these little characters that do that stuff. Like, it's, I, there are parts of me that really love phase one because there's funny jokes. But it is, it's action-driven, yeah, and it's like Captain America, the first and, Avenger, yeah, Iron, Iron Man. Man, Thor, yeah. Right, like, they're, like, there's, I don't know, it's, it feels like everything since Ragnarok has to be a joke now. Yeah. And don't get I, me I wrong, don't get me wrong, Ant-Man was a funny movie. Can we not forget... Like Jay Hernandez storytelling ability, yeah. right? Yeah. right. You know, like I, I did miss him. In a lot movie. of people were wondering where. And he was in Ant Man the Wasp, I missed those guys. They're funny. Yeah, exactly. That's my one point off for this movie is the fact. Ant Man's always been a comedy. Is the fact that? Oh yeah. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Who played his partner? Oh, yeah. What's up, yo? Yeah, that guy. What's his name? I can't. Oh, that's not Jay Hernandez. It's Eric uh, Son- or no? Ah. Uh, Luis. No, um, no. That's his Michael Pena. Characters. Michael Pena. Yeah, that's yeah, him. Yeah, okay. Thank and, you. Yeah. The fact that those three weren't in this, I was a little yeah. upset about. And T.I.? I love T.I. Yeah, too. exactly. Right. But right, the, Michael Pena. the Boogler man. The, the, the could Russian you, guy. Could you imagine Michael Pena's character going to the quantum realm, oh, coming back and telling dude. people about it? Oh, my so God. So let me tell you that, that no, They right? missed, they that missed is, an opportunity. That has got to be an episode of What If. Could you imagine? Yes. Or imagine this. Imagine Luis. Ending up in the quantum realm <laughs> with a circle of those random resistance people around Drink him. He's like, so listen to me. Yeah, this guy, Scott, man, this is my buddy, Scott. Oh we, we did this and we did that. And all of them, including Ooze Dude, are just like, 
staring at <laughs> yes, it. Yes, exactly. Like, like, Marvel missed out on like that. Like the Ewok staring at C-3PO in Return of the Jedi <laughs> while he's telling the story. Yeah. Is he a so god? Exactly. He's like, you know, so I drink this guy's ooze or whatever, no big deal. Yeah, so then he goes down there and he drinks this guy's ooze and all of a sudden, whoa, I can understand everything. <laughs> yeah. And then he oh, shows man. him his holes and you're oh, like, what? God, and then he yeah. met this dude Kang who looked like show- Apollo Creed was all mad throwing punches and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, perfect. Dude, so the movies have always been a comedy, but I just feel like the alien aspect brought into it. Like, think of Korg. Oh, P- yeah, yeah. Piss Korg. off, ghost. Piss off, piss ghost. Off. Look, Noob Hunter is back online. Like, everything he says is now a joke, and that's the only, like, that's the only thing he that has. those characters serve. But Korg is lovable, and I didn't feel like okay, the but... resistance fighters, the aliens or anything. Like, honestly, I forgot about the telepath until you just mentioned him. Which is a shame because that guy was really funny. He was pretty funny. The dude with the laser for a head. I I actually felt bad. Oh, yeah, that was sad. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. I was like, like, oh, man, not him. But that guy never cracked a joke. That guy just cracked. He just cracked. He just just cracked. All you heard was that guy who voice acted him had to have the easiest job just, ah! What it's was the, the same name? guy that did the goats at Love and Thunder? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it very well could have been. What was the name of the freedom fighter that Cassie kept helping? Oh, oh the, the, yeah, the girl. Um, oh, man, yeah, I can't. If uh, they gave her a Disney Plus show, I'd watch it. Oh, absolutely. She, yeah, she was bad at the bone. Yeah. yeah, she was awesome because she was cool. They need to bring her up, and she and can she go hang a, out with uh, Black Panther's guard. She had a story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like Koye. would her. They would be friends. The greatest part about that character. Is she has a foundation to her story. Oh, yeah. You sympathize it, with her immediately. Yeah, exactly, because she talks about them coming in and, you know, basically yes. you don't know what whole family. You don't know what Kang's done to this world. That oh, would be that would good. be an eight-show series I would totally be down with. I would watch that show. Like, you can make it like Andor, but like Quantumania style. Let's all right, write a right. strongly would be worded awesome. letter. Yeah. Hey, House of Mouse. Like, we got it. You're good. And didn't we write you a letter? No, we're good. We're fine. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything from you after the letter I had to send you. <laughs> oh, for that shirt? Yeah. yeah over yeah. the shirt? All right. You so act like you don't remember. Yeah. Let me finish. I'm wearing that shirt. Anyway, so uh, let me I love finish that out. Shirt. I'll finish out the rating. I'm going to give it an, I'll do an 85. Out of Hundo? Yeah. Because I like, like, I'm going to go with the, Essentially, you guys are right. I agree with you. This was a really funny movie. There's some stuff that I was like, do we really need this? But none of it took me out long enough to right. not love it. And I love that there, we got that Thanos at the end of Avengers moment. Mm-hmm. Right? They're like, yeah. okay, so Kang's dead. Oh, but look at all the other Kangs, and those yeah. are Kangs that really matter. There's like Pharaoh Kang, and yeah. like those guys are bad to the bone. The robot Kang or whatever. Yeah. And then at the very end credit scene, we get, a, a nice little preview of the next season of Loki. I love yeah, that. Yeah, and I was going to say something earlier about that. When I asked you where you thought Kang went when he got sucked into that portal, is there any possibility that the Kang you see at the show with Loki and Owen Wilson, that that's him? Because there is he, possibility. Maybe? I just doubt his, it. His this suit, is the multiverse we're talking about. His suit about. was all busted up from the end, so he doesn't have a suit anymore. And that one went back in time to that to that you know, space or whatever. So it's, I don't know. It's possible because that's what he, I thought because he, the way he they got sucked played. into a quantum engine, right? Yeah. So who knows where he went? Can I bring up one or just ask one question? How did you guys feel about King's look? I thought it was dope. I thought it was yeah, cool. No when they would, I love like, his mask. Like, like the like the full the full on King. The when helmet, you actually saw yeah. his uh, his I armor was cool. and everything. Yeah, no I was impressed. At all. I honestly was impressed they went that far with the accuracy. I was 
when I saw it, I was like, the last time I was that impressed yeah, was yeah. when I saw Doctor Strange for the first yeah. time. I was yeah. like, dude, they did it. They nailed it. Yeah. I did want to know because every king has them except for He Who Remains. Yeah. What's with scars. the scars? Exactly. Or the ones without the scars still have markings. The, yeah, well, like like we've oh, been yeah, talking about for the last the hour. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It, it, there's a different variant of him in every single reality, and all of them are conquerors, which means all of them at have one been point or another or have gotten their butts kicked. Or Like, did he butt. take on X-23? Right. Like, what <laughs> happened? No, the girl. She had the two. That, that's, that's X-23. X-23. Yeah, he, he, the girl is? I thought that <laughs> yes. was the other uh, Hugh Jackman. No. You're thinking of Weapon X. No, oh, Weapon X. That's right. Yeah. Well, now in the comic books. I'm thinking in Logan. Didn't they call him X-23? No. In Logan, they did. In Logan, she's X-23. Yeah. Oh, I thought they called the other Hugh Jackman X-23. No, that's X-24. X-24. He's X-24. All right. God, I need to go watch that movie I do too, man. man. That's a good movie. Uh, Logan's great. I believe it's on Hulu right now. Yeah, go watch that. It's on uh, Disney Plus, too, isn't it? I believe it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. I think Disney's got all the legacy Fox movies. Sweet. Most of them. So, well, okay, so... 85. 85, you're 85, 85. you're 85. 8. I'm the only one with a 9, so, okay. Which... It's still a fantastic I score. actually am surprised you liked it as much as you did. I loved I thought it. you weren't going to like it. You should have seen him, like, every time he saw something why? or laughed at something, I'd see him, like, jump forward and look at me. I'd, yeah, I literally was, like, pointing at just, I'm like, no, no, no. They're funny. They're when funny. Cassie came out in that suit for the first time, I thought I was going to jump out of the chair. Yeah, I got a suit. I, I was have, like, oh! I do want to know... Where is Scott hiding the pin barkles? Uh, is he prison person him? Because remember at the very end, like when he's fighting Kang, I don't he have a to ton win. Of them out. Where'd they come from? <laughs> Wouldn't he have used them he, earlier? He's got them in that super sweet utility belt. <laughs> Dude, he pulled them out of his prison purse. <laughs> well, he, pulled out, he pulled out like three or four of each. Yes. And then he like uh, That's how it's gonna big, tie to Deadpool three. They, they, yeah. they got bigger, they got smaller. <laughs> yeah. Like, put them all on there. And not We're to mention all, go the, for all the ones he was throwing at the at the quantum engine when it was big, and they were just like frying and dying. Like, they, yeah. like you just wasted like three pin particles. Great, good Dude, job. How many times can you shrink and come back up? Are you screwing your bus yeah. right now? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think it's gonna wrap us for Quantum Mania. Yeah. Good movie, good I, movie, good movie. I, loved it. I don't know yep. um, how everyone feels about it. it. Uh, I would recommend it. it to people. Yes, I would. I do know that my wife, who saw it with me, said she would have waited for that to come out on Disney+. Plus. Ah, uh, girls. So Steph didn't <laughs> like it either, but there was a lot about it that Steph didn't. I, I don't see a lot do, of movies in should theaters. I have, should yeah. I have seen and any of the Marvel movies I'm glad before we I watched saw, this one? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad I saw this one okay. in the theater. And this is actually, guys, coming from Matt, who really seems to prefer shows like Yellowstone, History Channel, like, Science Channel. Of all the Galactic yeah. Dads, Matt is more of like the, like, just kind of like, I don't know. I would say just the least nerdy. The least comic booky. Yeah. Right. And Definitely. he still loved one of these movies that was probably the more comic booky probably of the, the Marvel movies. This one was, this one was pretty out there. Several, so yeah. for Unpopular him to- <laughs> opinion here, I didn't care for No Way Home. See? We'll fight. Look at that. Yeah. You know why? (laughs) What's the matter? You don't like Tobey Maguire? It was a hodgepodge of everything. Let's just... Okay. We got all these comments from fans saying, do this, do this, do this, do this. Here, let's just get every one of those comments and throw it in a movie and make it 45 minutes too short and then just 
too long. And then basically not give you the real ending of any of the stories, like, you know, not give the time due for each of the characters. Dude, you are going to just boom, 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 Secret and then just Wars get done. So much. Yeah, you are going to hate I'm like, You have Wars. no idea what's coming your way. I mean, yeah, I'm just, you know, and even Doctor Strange 2 I was a little upset about. I was just like, what is this? You know, it was so animated. I honestly like, just thought you were burned out on Marvel movies. You just is what watched, I thought. You just watched Quantumania. Like, and loved it. I don't think there it. was a single second yeah. of that movie that didn't have green screen. And it did. Saying, but right, you want right. to know something? The thing is, is every single... When he was in Baskin Robbins. Yeah. That's not <laughs> think about Maybe. it, though. Every animated scene, the humans looked human. Okay? Every animated scene in Doctor Strange, he's all, like, computer, looking like he's in the Matrix or some crap. Like, I, I'm just... <laughs> I didn't... I You're didn't also really talking like about a sorcerer. <laughs> Well, no. sure, I get it. But I'm even just, when he was fighting, the yeah, even sorry, when he sorry. was fighting Dormammu in the first one, he still looked human. I, he didn't look like he was chops, animated. Man. In the second Doctor Strange, look what you've done. He looked like he was animated. <laughs> Set him on a rant. I was like, "What is this?" That's because he was animated, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> that's my point. Only come so far, man. CGI. That's why I didn't really care for it. All right, all right. So we've got final grades. Yep. We're all good. Yeah. Actually, we're all we're surprisingly all positive. Yeah. Very. Uh, yeah. I mean, even the stuff I didn't like didn't take much out of it for me. Nope. So. No. Yeah. Paul Rudd helps. Nothing. Paul Rudd does so much. Michelle Pfeiffer he helps. Help. Yes. Pfeiffer? Pfeiffer? No, no, because your brain thought Piper, and your mouth tried to say Pfeiffer, so you You're said right. Pfeiffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. Anyway, I also really like, Matt talked about it very briefly, but... One of the really cool things in comics that the helmet's supposed to help you do in the MCU is talk to ants. Oh, but yeah. Scott really didn't do that at all in this movie. No, he didn't. But Hank still did with his with his, with his hearing aid. Hearing aid, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> love the fact that Hank still talks to ants. Yeah, that is cool. Apparently, so, very effectively. Very effectively. Yeah. They, I, I, they were the Deus Ex Machina. And overall, I like the idea that the writers came up with the fact that the ants are the ones who are really going to come and take Kang away. I, yeah. I did like that. Like you said, I didn't think of the analogy until you pointed it out. But now it makes me even like it more. I mean, I See. thought it was a great ending, and then you pointed that out. And I'm like, now it's even better. It's That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, the more I think about this film, very poetic. the more I like it. It is. Right. It is right. very poetic. I like it. It is. All right. So let's end with that. That feels good. Yeah, it does it feels feel good. Real, real, real good. Real, 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 real good. But don't worry, guys. That just means that we're going to move on to our Patreon shout-outs, and then we'll get you guys out of here. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. You guys did great. (laughs) I know it's the 100th episode and special, but can we have a transition with Justin's mic on where he doesn't laugh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the after hours comes later. That's what we normally do. Yeah, Yeah, because I need a glass of ice, and I got to... All right, okay, okay, all right. Because I'm always getting yelled at to be right here. Okay, stop it. All right, so it's one of our favorite times of the uh, any episode, especially the 100th episode where we have nothing but thanks in our hearts for you guys. Uh, but we like to do our Patreon shout-outs. So if you go over to that patreon.com slash galacticdads, you have the opportunity to support us. And if you pledge at the producer level or above, we will mention you on every single episode of the podcast. And as such, it is time to do our Patreon shout-outs. Hey-o. Yeah-o. Yeah. All right, so we got to start with the OG, and that's got to be Keith Jefferson. Oh, yeah. What up, Keith? We love Keith. Keith has been a uh, right out of the gate, our very first patron, and came out pretty 
Pretty hot with his. I'm sorry, I'm watching Matt now pour more Captain into his drink. With no ice. If you guys are Patreon members, you can watch him do this on the live stream. However, uh, Keith Jefferson is our man. Uh, we love him very much. He's very much a galactic dad in his own right, sporting the swag over on the socials. Uh, he's just been doing the geeky dad thing ever since the show started, and we appreciate his support. Thank you. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys want to take TK? Yeah. You want you want to do it? I love TK. I know you guys do too, aren't you? Oh yeah. A little TK's, shout out to TK. TK's a great guy. TK three one seven eight eight of the five oh first. Nailing it. Definitely. Um he we yeah, I'm sorry, I got a little distracted here for That's a second. okay. That's okay. Uh my daughter's walking in here. Um but yeah, no, thank you, TK, for all your support and everything that you do. Um you've been around Pretty much since the beginning. Long time. We and, love TK. Uh, we love oh, yeah. even you've been on the show. We've had, loved having you on the show. You're great. Love we, listening to you. So uh, We do. We appreciate him. All of the wonderful stuff he does absolutely. behind the scenes with meme ideas and stuff he throws our way. Yeah. So The fact checker, the, the, the scroll of truth, the everything. Sc- the scroll of a thousand A truths. thousand truths. That's right. Yes, I'm sorry. I got that right. Wrong. He might, I, I don't know, he might show up with us at uh, QuadCon. Is he going to do 2,000 Truth scroll. <laughs> I don't think Jedi John's going to be there. So, uh, but definitely want to throw a big shout out to TK31788 and Keith. They are our buddies. So, thank you so much. And uh, all of our Patreon supporters, we appreciate you. And you've definitely earned this round of applause. All right, everybody. So, you know what that means means as we finish these beers and say cheers which i think we've all been through a few of them uh we, we want to thank you guys uh for listening this is our 100th episode and uh we we i honestly can't believe people listen to this show <laughs> i think we crush it it's awesome i love it i love you guys i love you guys on the show i do want to throw a quick shout out to the one who couldn't make it today of course that's jedi john uh, though he be not with us on our 100th episode, he is with us in spirit. Uh, if you guys miss him as much as we do, you can check him out on our sister show. That is the uh, Force Dyad podcast, uh, which if you are a Star Wars nerd, that's your show. They go deep, man. I'm talking about stuff I never even knew. Um, but you can catch Jay John on there along with Obi Sean, and they hold that down very well. Obi Sean's doing a lot of really good work with that show, by the way. Yes, their YouTube is. channel really hard is doing that. really good. Like Sean is, we really appreciate the work he's doing over there. He's great. Yeah, he's doing if, well. If I could hire him for Galactic Dads, <laughs> I would, man. Look, man, because he's twenty bucks an hour. So <laughs> no, nah, the amount of work he does is incredible. So big ups to them. Big ups. Uh, so go check them out. Also, go check out the dads on the Comic Shop Couch podcast. Yes. We love those guys over there. Uh, also, they, they've they not posted in a while, but I think they're working on bringing some new stuff back. Uh, but they have really good episodes. That if you guys are geeky comic book people, you'll love jumping on the couch with those guys. Dude, their last show was hilarious. It was so it good. It was hilarious. It was only like 35 minutes, but yeah. it was a great 35. Well, they 35. split it into two, Yeah, which is awesome. But, no, they're great. So definitely go check out those two podcasts. Uh, and then while you're at it, why don't you go ahead and, as we mentioned earlier, leave us a like, a rate, maybe review us, and definitely share us no matter where you listen to Please us do. at. Uh, again, if you check us out over on Patreon, you get those bonus episodes. We're about to do an after hours. Mm-hmm. We're completely yes, unscripted and unedited. And I think this uh, special episode, we will be doing our favorite. Well, we'll be doing a look back. What's your favorite Galactic Dance podcast so far? 
and moments and, and yep. stuff from that. So that's going to be awesome. For that. I've got two. <laughs> awesome. Oh, and uh, I just got new shirt designs. Uh, so if you go check us out on the Patreon, you can see the new uh, The Dads of Us t-shirts. That's a good shirt. That is. So, of course, uh, we're all big The Last of Us fans right now. But, oh, yeah. Um, we will put up how you can get your hands on the very exclusive The Dads of Us uh, t-shirts. So um, let's just talk about that. I love that shirt. So, Right. Yeah, The Dads of Us. Right. The Last of Us, the Dads of Us. You get it. You get it. All right, calm down. I don't care. Makes me want to go back and play the game again. Yeah, play it again. This is like my fourth playthrough I'm going through. Yeah. I'm buried in other stuff to play. but They got 75 bucks from me. I did the PS5 remastered version. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so definitely go check that out. Uh, And while you're there, you can see uh, all the other exciting content that we post up there, including the After Hours episodes, and watch us record episodes live. Yep. Uh, Then you get your hands on other sweet Galactic Dads merch. But uh, listen, as we finish these beers, thank you for listening. And remember, keep on doing the dad thing. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to 100 more. Definitely. Yeah.